Assuming everything that's happening today escalates, in about 50 years, they'll look back and claim that everything we're experiencing right now was a part of the Civil War, which clearly started long before today, in, you know, based on our perspective, our historical reference. If everything calms down right now, they'll say there was never a Civil War and everything was just kind of crazy for that one short period. So it's hard to know exactly what we're looking at. But Senator Tom Cotton has said, well, he's likened what's going on to Fort Sumter. And I want to look at Fort Sumter and talk about what's happening. It's going beyond. Some, so, so I've talked a bit about this throughout the day on my channels. We've, we've got the state of Oregon rejecting federal, federal authority. The feds are in the courthouse. According to a Bellingcat reporter, the insurrectionists have breached the courthouse at one point, I guess, and actually attacked them inside. That's what he said. Wow. And if that's the case and the state is still supporting it, they are supporting insurrection against the feds and telling the feds to leave. When they say to the feds, leave, they are saying you have no authority here. Man, that really is reminiscent of Fort Sumter. For yeah. those who are not familiar, that's how the Civil War started. The Union had uh, Fort Sumter. The South said, get out. They said, no. Bang. Shot heard around the world. Not just bang. It was like 34 boom, 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 hours boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Of, of cannon fire. Yeah. Bombardment. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was well, that was the heavy, first battle, hefty. I guess. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at this. And then we've got some other stuff to just go over in, in general. Um, I mean, it's going beyond just this state. Apparently, the district attorney in Philadelphia has threatened criminal charges against any federal agent who attempts to arrest one of these insurrectionists. Not, not, this is, we're here, dude. Yep, we're, it's happening right now. Listen, I, I, I opened this specifically mentioning how in 50 years, if this escalates to a hot war with guns, They'll say that whatever we're in right now literally was part of it. Yep. It could stop. But when you have the DA in Philadelphia say, if the feds come here, and here's, here's exactly what he said, unlawfully uh, kidnap. Unlawfully kidnap? That's... Yeah, they'll, be, they'll face criminal charges. Wow. The feds have the authority to detain for questioning, just like any other cop. They're just a different branch of the government, the federal government. Yep. Could you imagine if one of the states told the fed, if the, if the DEA enters our state and tries to enforce drug laws, we will send our law enforcement against them to, to shut them down and arrest them and charge them and lock them up. That's nuts. This is the states. Now, not just Oregon. We're seeing Illinois. We're seeing, we're seeing elements are emerging, telling the Fed, we have authority over you. It's like they want their cities to burn. This, no. this is the trap, though. This is the trap that we've been talking about ever since Chaz... When, when Chaz was the thing, we were saying, like, they want Trump to send in the troops so they can be like, aha, see, he's an authoritarian. Like, how long ago was that? A month? Two months now? There's, there's That's no, what's there, happening. Look, man, there's no narrative. Yeah. You know, we, we, we often used to talk about the narrative. But now you've got Trump is a fascist who's occupying our cities. Right. You've got Trump is so desperate because his poll numbers are failing that he's trying to make it look like he's doing something. Which is it? Is he a fascist or is he flailing? Right. For real. Well, they don't they don't care as long as they're getting people emotionally whipped up and believing what they're saying. I had someone hit me up today that was they were like trying to be like, how dare you say that these people aren't peaceful? You know, the feds are occupying and attacking people. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I've been watching the their actual videos of them recording them rip rip into the the courthouse yep like how can you not tell me that they're peaceful 
Sorry, no, that's this not how it works. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not here to argue with you, okay? I'm just trying to tell you the way things are. It's like, oh, okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you you only want to see your side of it, I'm good. I'm done. We got, trying. We, we got a lot to go through here. my breath. But we're also going to drag Mr. Obama. You see, I love America, Adam. Do you, want, do you know why I love America? I, I, I can tell you why I love America, but why don't you tell me why you love America? It's called the First Amendment. Love that First Amendment. We're going to drag Obama because he signed into law the Naf- National Defense Authorization Act indefinite detention provision. Yep. And now all of these people who are trying to get Joe Biden in are complaining about Trump. You want to bring back the, the, the Obama administration? Yes, I did that on purpose. <laughs> you want to bring back those guys? You want, to, you want to give the power back to Biden? Well, he was the vice president when Barack Obama was like, America, I should be able to rendition. Any American citizen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Not any American citizen. Anyone in the world. Anyone <laughs> worldwide. Right. Continue. Go on, please. It's uh, the duty. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the joke about Obama. Right. Uh, so uh, Obama thought that he, you know, well, I, I got to give it to Congress, too. They added this stuff. He signed it into law. So, yeah. you know, buck stops with him. And now the indefinite detention provision. Federal right. authorities can rendition you. Yep. You'll be sleeping in your bed. You'll wake up in an offshore oil rig being smacked up by federal agents. Yep. And you can thank Obama for that. And that's thanks and, Obama. And that's legal. So now, but now, but <laughs> now, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Just because they say it's legal doesn't mean it's legal. You know what I mean? True, true. You're like, absolutely right. Barack Obama uh, killed a bunch of Americans. Yep. None of it was legal. Barack Obama literally murdered American people. Like I'm, I'm not exaggerating. He ordered a drone strike which killed a 16 year old. American citizen, Abdul Rahman Alalaki. Now, you want to argue that it was an accident, because that's apparently what they've claimed. Okay, we'll give him manslaughter. How's, how about that? Slap the cuffs on him. Manslaughter. Bring him in. Right. No, it'll never happen. Of course it won't. Of course not. But uh, uh, Anwar Alalaki, I believe that was targeted killing an American city on, uh, I'm sorry, American citizen on foreign soil. So, yeah, let's talk about this. See, look, I don't care at this point to go, Obama, 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 because it's, it's, it's been, it's long since passed. We're in the Trump era now. But the issue is Joe Biden is running for president. Yep. If you want to argue Joe Biden is the right guy for the job and you're concerned about Trump's goons, Gestapo kidnapping people. okay. well, certainly don't give the reins to Joe Biden, who who, who was was part of the administration that created the indefinite indefinite detention provisions. Well, not to mention his many, many issues of of racism, racist remarks and bills that definitely hurt minorities and I'm, I'm you know we'll leave it at that like joe biden is crooked i agree he's crooked crooked i see it like well, look, so, at, look at his son so so what are we supposed to expect right now so right so so first of all wow we're getting we're getting we, let's, let's just let's just start let's yeah, start we're the spiraling yeah go ahead um ladies and gentlemen there's one very very important thing you must do adam you must smash the like button Yes, I have not given it my very calm <laughs> my full I, I i'm i just i'm not there anymore i i am the more I, I am just, t- you know, thinking logically and talking and, and working out my uh, what's happening, I just I, I'm not that person that I was when I first told y'all to smash the like button. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's more it, reserved. It, it doesn't it doesn't feel right. Next Pardon I'm going to next I'm going to be wearing a suit. <laughs> no. You like, cut your hair. Hello, everyone. No, 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 no. Maga hat. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, I love my hair. A red tie. 
No, honestly, it's it's more just eh, I don't care. I don't care. Right, we'll about check it out. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start <laughs> from, from the beginning, and we're gonna talk about all this stuff, and we're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about history. We're gonna talk about the latest development. Well, it's not necessarily the latest development, but the district attorney saying they'll charge any Fed who tries to kidnap or like I mean they can arrest people, but sure. We're going to go through all this, so make sure you do smash that like button if you haven't. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell to make sure you can get the show Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. live. Let's jump into it. We got Mr. Tom Cotton. He doubles down on NYT op-ed. Insurrectionists cannot be allowed to destroy federal property. The Arkansas Republican senator says the federal government has a duty to protect its facilities and people from insurrectionists. Now, here's the most interesting part. In an interview on Fox and Friends, Cotton pointed out that the insurrectionists in the streets of Portland, Oregon, are little different from the insurrectionists who seceded from the Union in 1861 in South Carolina and tried to take over Fort Sumter. And just like President Lincoln wouldn't stand for that, the federal government today cannot stand for the vandalism, the firebombing, or any attack on federal property. It is, the, it, it is right to send federal law enforcement to defend federal property and federal facilities. While clashes with police in Portland are an extreme case, the government has a responsibility to defend its installations and property, Cotton says. The people expect it and the Constitution calls for it. Yet, where are we? We have the claim that, uh, well, just, let's just jump, let's just, uh, let, me, let, me, let me pull it right up. Trump's occupation of American cities. Protesters are being snatched oh from the gosh. streets without warrants. Can we call it fascism yet? Hmm. <laughs> can we can we talk about All that right. Obama bill again? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm down. Yes, absolutely. Fascism. Wow. Can you imagine what George W. Bush and Obama did to this country? I can. Well, I mean, I, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. I've, I've learned more about it, and, and it's insane. But I'll tell you what. With with everything they're saying, there is a huge difference between. You know, a group of dudes wearing all black pulling up in an SUV randomly to the middle, you know, in, in, the middle, in the middle of the street in Brooklyn. And there's some like old lady and they throw a black bag over her head, throw her in the car and drive off, never to be seen again. Right. And for 54 days, far leftists have been throwing commercial grade fireworks at a building. Yep. And when the feds come out to make some arrests, they scream and cry, help, help, I'm being repressed. So if you have, I, I love this. There's like, a, there's like a meme going around. Someone wrote an article. That says unidentified federal agents, you know, arresting people in Portland. Yeah. And the photo they use literally shows a guy with his like his unit, his like unit number and his unit. Like, right. Border Patrol, his name. And it says like NZ39. And it's like, what do you mean unidentified? Like he's got his, his, his patch and everything on him. Yeah, in the picture that they lies, used. Lies, dude. All lies. <laughs> I know. I see it. It's, you know, it's scary, man. You're talking about, you know, people saying they're being peaceful and stuff like that. And you're yep. like arguing. I don't think it matters. I, I think we're well beyond this. We're months away. You're right. You know what's going to happen come election time? Gonna There's going to be fights in the middle of, in the, middle of the streets. Yep. Who's going who's to get? Look, the left has already said right wing goon squads are going to be like armed in front of polling stations to suppress the vote. And the left will do the same thing. And I don't, I don't know, man. Well, what is that? What is that? It's that saying, um, blame your enemies, what you, you do yourself. So that when it all comes out, oh, yeah. that they think that the enemy was doing it. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds that's like a Linsky well, tactic. But I know that's what that's what it feels like the Democrats are doing. They're the only ones that have been uh, talking about all this stuff, and now Trump finally started saying something about it. And they're well, I mean, he's saying it, he's it's been him. going on actually since 2016. Now that I'm really looking into it all, you know, because it's they they he wasn't supposed to win. They probably were fighting back then to to make it make Definitely. it happen in their in their favor. Yeah, I wonder about RussiaGate. If there's one thing that Russiagate did was make sure Trump couldn't purge 
the intelligence agencies and fire everybody. It's a good point. Yeah, because they they called it obstruction of justice. Right. So I wonder if that was just them being like, "Don't you can't arrest me." So now, if they can get Trump out of office before he can do any damage to to them, to the know, established, yeah, to the establishment, right? Then they'll like try and salvage whatever you know weird tendrils they have in the system. But if Trump wins, he wins. This is it. So this is the, the first the first the first uh, uh, cycle for Trump was them being like, "We'll do everything to stop him." When he lost, they were like, okay, now we need to stall him. Now they need to crush him. Now they need to destroy him. I'll tell you, man. That's true. That's what I'm seeing. It is the most annoying thing in the world to me. How many times, like times my friends will post a picture and I'll, of a, of a fed, like firing a pepper ball. Right. And then I'll be like, do you know the context of that photograph? Right. Yeah. The feds were snatching. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you watch the video? No. Did you watch any of the videos? No. You read a paragraph that said unidentified. Yep. So what do you do? Dude, it's, 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 it's so insane. Because listen, man, to all you, all, to everybody watching right now, man, we're preaching to the choir. That's the challenge. We're preaching to the choir. Of yeah. course, you guys are watching this. You saw the title and you are open-minded to be like, this is an interesting topic. Let's hear what's going on. Yeah. But these other people are just, are just reading the New York Times. And look what the New York Times says. The, the Trump's occupation of American cities. Whoa, whoa hold on. The Department of Homeland Security, yeah. you, you can criticize it all you want. It was created by George W. Bush following 9-11. Okay, absolutely. But the feds have authority to protect their own buildings. That's correct. This is insane to call it an occupation. Yeah, and he, I mean, I, listening to his speech the other day, he was, he was saying, like, we are at the disposal of all these places. All they have to do is ask us and we'll come help them. The, ask us you know he, he's reaching out to mayor said, lightfoot like we'll we'll come help you but this is they're me. like no 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 we're good we want our cities to burn down no but this is different this is him saying our federal courthouses will be protected right 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 they're ours it's our jurisdiction not yours and they're saying no get out and they're calling it an occupation it's crazy. for federal law enforcement listen every day in this country there are federal courthouses with federal law enforcement inside them yeah. and federal judges. Yep. And now they're telling Trump to remove these from their state. They're suing to do it. Fort Sumter, baby. Let me show you this from Philly first, and then we'll, we'll talk about the first civil war. This is from BillyPenn.com. Philly rebuffs Trump's threat to send in feds over protests. The president suggested he wanted to see what's happening in Portland spread to other U.S. cities. Is that how they frame it? Wow. As if Trump wants the violence? No. That's, that's insane. So there's, there's a couple things. First, let me show you this. They say Mayor Jim Kenney's administration confirmed it would oppose federal intervention, as did District Attorney Larry Krasner, that the White House seeks to impose federal involvement in this way after months of abrogating its responsibility to lead a federal response to COVID-19 is both ironic and offensive, Kenney said in a statement. Philadelphia has not received any formal notice that federal agents are en route, the mayor said, adding that his administration would use all available, mean, all available means to resist such a wrongheaded effort and abuse of power. It is not an abuse of power for the feds to be like, we're going to go to our courthouses. But here's the escalation at the bottom. So let me see if I can uh, find it. In a statement, District Attorney Larry Krasner indicated he would seek criminal charges against any federal agent who, quote, unlawfully assaults and kidnaps people in Philadelphia. Oh, well, then we're good. Because uh, Obama made that law that lets him do exactly that. And, and we can complain about that law. But here's the issue. Even outside of the NDAA's indefinite detention provision, a federal agent has the right to arrest someone when they have jurisdiction. If someone attacks a federal courthouse, the feds can make the arrest. In Portland, they're calling it kidnapping because a guy got detained for questioning. 
for 90 minutes and they have a right to do that agreed they have a right to do this yep now i'm not a fan well they're changing all the rules for themselves but listen when a cop look cops can detain you in general my understanding is like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. so we can argue that you know whatever it was too long they say undisclosed location what are you talking about they brought him to the courthouse it's their jurisdiction they brought him in the courthouse the dude even said they brought him in the courthouse right if they're going to call that kidnapping then what do you think he's saying right here this this district attorney He's saying he's going to seek criminal charges to any of these federal law enforcement that try to actually stop the far left. I am telling you, when you have far left insurgents breaching the doors of a courthouse and the state of Oregon says we're suing you to force you to leave, if they retreat, the far left burns the building down, destroys documents. A bunch of criminals will get released because their court cases will be dropped because administrative error and all this other crazy nonsense. And not to mention all the evidence that was in the Portland police station that was burnt down also oh, yeah. yep. also is gone. Yep. So it's already kind of happening. part of what they want to do. Yeah, they're setting it up already. So in Portland, it's not direct support. It's indirect support. These people are not being indicted. They're not being charged. They're not being arrested. And if the feds try, what happens? Philly says they'll arrest you. So what is it? What, what, what do you call that? I'm sorry, man. That's state sponsorship of domestic terror. I agree. When you have far leftists who will... Uh, now, we haven't seen anything in Philly. Okay. As far as I know, no one's attacking a federal courthouse. So I'm just saying we're getting dangerously close to this position. In Oregon, they're suing the government in defense of the insurrectionists. That's indirect support, man. Definitely it is. They've pulled the police back. They're letting them do their thing. Thousands of people have showed up. And there you go. A lot of people keep saying this. I wanna, I, I've got to do this. I know I've done this. For, this is the third time today. If you watch all my content, you're probably like, Tim, I heard this. But for a lot of people who don't know the context, I've got to show this, this article from Bellingcat. And I've got to read you this, this paragraph. The edge of all out war. On July 4th, Portland's 39th consecutive night of protests, more than a thousand people assembled in front of the Justice Center and federal courthouse downtown. They began launching dozens of commercial grade fireworks into the concrete facades of both buildings, prompting a response for the police from the police and federal agents inside both buildings. What followed resembled nothing so much as a medieval siege. He was going to mention that the police were firing through murder holes, which is a funny way to describe holes at the uh, rioters. The whole situation prompted the first major federal response to Portland's nightly protests. It started with the media. I highlight that because they keep trying to claim the Fed started this. As you can see here, at least from from Bellingcat's reporting, not the case. Portland police were involved in in, in going, you know, in in, in these riots and enforcement and eventually gave up. There was a rioter who was arrested for arson. Charges dropped. So when people try and claim that Trump's occupying these places, no, Trump responded to the violence. Yep. So now he's deploying. And protecting the federal buildings. Nothing else. People keep... This, this whole narrative of they're like running through the streets, just snatching people up. It's like, okay, well, I know one story, one time where they did that, 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 that they snatched one person up. And then I read the story and they released him 90 there minutes were, later. There are two videos. That's two, it. two videos. Okay. That, that I, two videos that I've seen okay. of, of uh, protesters being detained. Right. And they're like, with no records. It's like, well, they weren't arrested. Why would there be records? Right. You know, exactly. They didn't charge them. They yeah. questioned them. And they're allowed to do it, you know, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are the rules everyone's playing by. But in por- people keep trying to claim that, you know, Trump is doing this. But when, now, now Trump is deploying federal agents to some other cities. I think Chicago right now, 150. It makes sense. Yeah. 
because we've already seen the riots spread across the country in response to George Floyd. This is something totally different now. Yeah. With the actions in Portland, thousand, a th- couple thousand people ended up showing up. And then everyone's like, Trump sure regrets, you know, firing tear gas at moms now that all these people are here. Now, I'm sure he doesn't. He's going to, they're going to enforce the law, whether Trump, Trump's not giving him a play by play. Right. He's probably like, to take care of it to the secretary, you know, Wolf. But when these videos go viral, the likelihood that people in other cities start going to court, federal courthouses to vandalize an attack mm-hmm. goes up exponentially. So Trump says, we better send them out now before people start doing this. And it makes sense. Yep. If feds are going inside their own courthouses, then how could you blame him for that? That's insane. They want to assert that the federal government has no authority in their states. Now, hey, man, I like the idea of curtailing the excessive federal government power, but this is a bit extreme, don't you think? Federal courthouses exist for a reason. Yep. Well, we're getting dangerously close, if not already moving beyond the Battle of Fort Sumter. I bring you now to Wikipedia. A very simple, short explanation of the Battle of Fort Sumter. This is just talking about, you know, the Civil War. They say on March 4th, 1861, Abraham Lincoln was sworn in as president. In his inaugural address, he argued the Constitution was a more, uh, that the Constitution was a more perfect union than the earlier Articles of Confederation. Yada, yada. He talked about all this great stuff. The South sent delegations to Washington and offered to pay for federal properties and entered into a peace treaty with the U.S. This is after this. I believe seven states seceded. I don't want to read through the whole thing, though. But uh, seven states, whatever. Let's talk about Fort Sumter specifically. I'm not here to do a Civil War history lesson, just this particular point. Right. They say Fort Sumter is located in the middle of, uh, of the harbor of Sart. Uh, I'm sorry, of Charleston, South Carolina. Its garrison had recently moved there to avoid incidents with local militias in the streets of the city. Lincoln told its commander, Major Anderson, to hold on until fired upon. Confederate uh, President Jefferson Davis ordered the surrender of the fort. Anderson gave a conditional reply that the Confederate government rejected, and Davis ordered General PGT Beauregard to attack the fort before a relief expedition could arrive. He bombarded Fort Sumter on April 12th through 13th, forcing its capitulation. The attack on Fort Sumter rallied the North to to the defense of American nationalism. Interesting. Mm. Historian Alan Nevins underscored the significance of the event. The thunderclap of Sumter produced a startling crystallization of northern sentiment. Anger swept the land. From every side came news of mass meetings, speeches, resolutions, tenders of business support, the muster of companies and regiments, the determined action of governors and legislature. Union leaders incorrectly assumed that only a minority of Southerners were in favor of secession and that there were large numbers of Southern unionists that could be counted on. Had Northerners realized that most Southerners favored secession, they might have hesitated at attempting the enormous task of conquering a united South. Lincoln called on all, on all the states to send forces to recapture the fort and other federal properties. The scale of the rebellion appeared to be small, so he called for only 75,000 volunteers for 90 days. The governor of Massachusetts had state regiments on trains headed south the next day. In western Missouri, local secessionists seized Liberty Arsenal. On May 3rd, 1861, Lincoln called for an additional 42,000 volunteers for a period of three years. Four states in the middle of the Upper South had repeatedly rejected Confederate overtures. But now, Virginia, Tennessee, Arkansas, and North Carolina, Carolina refused to send forces against their neighbors, declared their secession, and joined the Confederacy. To reward Virginia, the Confederate capital was moved to Richmond. A lot of people don't know this, that the original secession wasn't the entirety of the Confederacy. It was only after Lincoln was like, I'm taking Fort Sumter against their will that everyone else was like, dude, this is nuts. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, there it is right there. Wikipedia Sun. Virginia, Tennessee, Arkansas, North Carolina. We're like, we're not going to do this. We're out. We're joining them because this is getting nuts. I mean, from a practical standpoint, their, their argument was based on, you know, you can't come into our state when we've seceded from the union and then take this fort. I, you know, it sounds it's, familiar. Well, the thing about the look, yeah. So right now, Trump is saying the, the union, whatever whatever we end up calling it, has a right to you know enforce the laws of the United States of America. We are a united country. For these individual states to be saying no, I don't know what it's going to look like. It's not going to look like the North versus the South. But what happens when Illinois, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Oregon, Washington, California? form a coalition. What happens when they form the National Popular Vote Coalition? A bunch of states that are all left-leaning that demand the vote goes to the popular vote winner. What happens if come November, Trump wins a narrow electoral college victory somehow, Joe Biden wins the popular vote, and the coalition of states in the popular vote side reject federal authority outright and say, bye-bye. And then Trump says, we coming in. We're going to shut you down. I don't know. It sounds viable, though. It sounds like that could happen. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But but, but what I will point out, there's a few interesting things. In this uh, article, when they mention Alan Nevins, the historian, he talks about anger sweeping the land. From every side came news of mass meetings, speeches, resolutions, tenders of business support, the muster of companies and regiments, the determined action of governors and legislatures. Except all that is happening for the left, not the right. Yeah. The right is doing nothing. They just they're, they're, Listen, right now, it's the federal government fighting civilians and state governments. No, the, I keep saying this. It's like the, the, the people on the right, are, are they're, they've got lives. They're, they're working on their properties. They're at a certain, doing jobs. At, sure, but at a certain point, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. But yeah. You, we can't discount that, that, that whole, the majority of Americans that aren't standing out in Portland. They had 2,000 people. Okay, 2,000 people that are out there. And you have someone, someone made a meme photo of like the culture war uh, belligerence. And it was all of the brands and government agencies um, of the left. Mm-hmm. The right had like nothing. How many companies have overtly come out and said no to intersectionalism? I Red mean, Bull? Red Bull, yeah. I there mean, you go. But it's, it's, the, it's the start. I mean, Goya. I mean, we, we are s- we're yeah. seeing. That, well, there's a, there's a shift that's happening right now where people are like, you know what? We, we have had enough. We are over this. Like, we're, we're, we are realizing maybe they're watching you. Maybe they're hearing you say we, the enough is enough, you know? But, I mean, we're seeing it. I, I'm certainly seeing it. You know, more and more people are, are starting to stand up and be like, this is ridiculous. Defend, defend the police. You know, we got to stand up. I, I tweeted that somebody I met at a Black Lives Matter protest in 2014 is now 100% Trump train. Yep. Posting memes, pro, pro, posting all the Trump Jr. stuff. And when I tweeted about it, the left just refuses to accept it. Right, of that, course. That could be their downfall. And that's the other point I want to bring up right here. They say that had Northerners realized that most Southerners had favored secession, they might have hesitated at attempting the enormous task of conquering the United South. It could be that these far leftists, had they, had they known just how large the silent majority was, they would have been reticent to actually try and stage this kind of insurrection against a united anti-SJW front. Yeah. But maybe not. I mean, the North won in that regard, you know. The Democrats lost last time. Maybe they'll lose again, you know. There's 
perennial losers. The Republicans will keep winning all the civil conflict. Yeah, I mean, it's not even just uh, Republicans. I mean, I, my, I, had, I was talking to a friend of mine today, and he was, like, talking about the Democrats, and he was saying, we, we, as in, like, him and the Democrats. And I'm like, do you think that I'm a Republican now just because I'm voting Trump? Like, it's like, I don't agree with all the things that they're talking about. I don't agree with all the things the Democrats are talking about. There is such thing as being in the middle and looking at both sides critically thinking about it talking about what each side is doing and if i'm going to choose between biden and trump i'm absolutely going to vote trump period take so, a look at this article there you go democrats are replacing republicans as the preferred party of the very wealthy so when your friend this is this is from june 3rd 2016 yeah i wonder why trump won so when your friend says we referring to the democrats what does he think they're doing for him? I, I asked him that. We had a long conversation. I kept, I kept saying, like, what is it about my politics that you don't agree with? Because I'm pretty sure we agree with a lot of things, you know, and every it, it's funny. We had a, a long hour long conversation and every single thing I was talking about, he was like, yeah, and everything, sing, every single thing he was talking about. I was like, yeah, and it turns out we actually agreed on most things. And it's, so is the it turns out he didn't know a lot of the, the things that Trump was doing. Exactly. And so is it, it going to turn out that's that he's what it not is. paying attention? Well, and most people aren't. I certainly, I, I can only really speak for myself. I had no idea. I had no idea. But now I, now I have very much a clue of what's going on. It's crazier than ever, man. I agree. It is. I agree. As time goes on and the sheer desperation of the Democratic Party, you know, just become it becomes more and more visible put it that way absolutely and now with like there's just they they demanded mail-in voting and now mail-in voting is broken yep why because they need to pull all the stops to get him out of office they would rather destroy this country than yeah absolutely they they can't have him continue doing what he's doing because he wants to make america strong and bring up manufacturing back and make it so that people can't go overseas to just make crazy profit and and have all the people buying products and that money is leaving the country instead of staying in the country have they been right about anything no not that i know of russia gate someone wrong. someone tell me something that they've been right on i i'll happily no, no, check to it be, out to be fair you know in the and i think in the sense we're talking there's going to be small things they probably got right sure yeah, yeah but in I terms mean, of all I, these, I can't name anything offhand in though. terms of all these big major stories we can say russiagate was a huge waste of everybody's time yeah just dramatically wrong for three plus years well and it, it fueled the whole orange man bad thing that has but they've been using as a fuel to like but look at these, they got right. me dude i'll be honest like i i didn't like him but then i like looked in it and i'm like had to question myself like why don't i like him i'm watching his speeches i'm hearing what he's saying now i'm looking at his policies based on what he's telling me then i'm looking at the media and hearing what they're saying based on what he's saying and it, none of it makes any sense the one thing that does make sense to me are the policies he's putting forward and i'm like i can get behind all that you know what, you know, you know, man, um, uh, if you try to force me to do something, I'll do the opposite. I don't like being forced to do anything. Yeah. I agree I, with you completely. I, what, you know, I don't know if obstinate is the right word, but it's kind of like if somebody came up to me and said, I demand you do this or else I'd be like, I'm going to do the exact opposite. Yep. You know, like I would rather go down in flames jamming you up than living on my knees, helping you do anything. I'm curious. How would you feel? 
if Joe Biden said to you, look fat, if you don't know if you're voting for me, you aren't Korean. <laughs> How would that make you feel? Just curious. not good. I get it. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'd cuss him out. Me too. I'd tell him to go shove it. I, and you know what? <laughs> Pro- props to that guy that was just doing Charlemagne was doing that show with them. Props for him keeping his cool because, man, that would piss me off. Dude, sure. and, and, and his follow-up to that was insanely racist. He said that Charlemagne was being a wise guy. And I was like, excuse me? The dude asked you a legitimate question. Right, exactly. He said, what are you going to do for my community? Then when you said that stupid line about you ain't black, Charlemagne the God was like, no, no, I'm asking you a real question, man. You want the, you want the votes? Then he has the nerve to go on another show and goes like, well, you know, he was being a wise guy. So it's terrible. You know, I don't, I don't care about this guy. This guy is a lunatic. Who doesn't? He can't think or talk straight, and they don't care, and they know it. Yep. They're just jamming and just, and shaking and damaging everything. Yeah, they, I Listen, mean, they clearly don't care about those communities this at is, all. This is why I said, this is why I asked, have, have they been right about anything? Russia Gate cost us years, and Trump still managed to make a good economy. That's cost true. Cost us years, waste of money, just fake news nonstop for years, making mm. everyone go nuts. Ukraine Gate was fake. The whistleblower thing was fake. They didn't. It turns out now, you know, ev- the, the the testimony of the Russiagate stuff's being released. These guys were lying the entire time. Yep. Then they do impeachment, wasting everybody's time. The Democrats very early on were completely wrong about COVID. Yep. Trump was correct early on, and then they both don't deserve. They, they both deserve some credit for flubs. Okay. Donald Trump what wasn't fast enough on certain issues. That's fine. Okay. I think I think we can say nobody nobody wins that one. But but to act like they did a good job is insane. And to act like that Trump didn't want the best for the American people. His own grandfather died to the last pandemic in this country. Justice, you know go ahead. Justice Smollett, f- wrong, fake. Yep. Covington story, wrong, fake. Then they demanded mail-in voting, and when Trump said it's going to be bad, and the Republicans were like, "We're not ready for this," they went, "Trump is so dumb." He voted by mail. Mail-in voting's been around forever. And you, you actually listen to these people, and they'll say something very simple to you. Ah, yes, you are correct. Mail-in voting has been around forever. But mass mail-in voting is something we don't do. Yeah, exactly. And we are not prepared for. And now we're getting from the New York Times, story after story, 65,000-plus votes are not counted because of postal service errors. Yep. California just didn't count 100,000. Right. And in many places, it's young voters and under uh, and marginalized communities that don't know how to vote who are getting disqualified because there's no one there to help them. And that's what the Democrats wanted. So they have been making a mess of everything nonstop. Yep. Blaming it on Why? Trump. So, you know, you know what? You know what, man? OK, I won't attribute malice that which can be explained by incompetence. That means we've got the three stooges for the Democrats running around going. I mean, there's only there's only so long that 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 saying goes before you go. Okay, it's malice now. Okay, you know what? That's enough incompetence. It's malice. There there has to be a line that you're like, you know what? We finally crossed it. Clearly, something's going on that that shouldn't be going on. You know, you know what I hear a lot. Yeah, but I hear the same thing about Trump. Like, how many mistakes has he made? Like, COVID? Ah, COVID! You bring up COVID, good sir. Well, I have, I have brought receipts. I would like to bring you back to the article from uh, the Philly, uh, Billy Penn, where it says, Philly rebuffs Trump's threat to send in feds. I want to highlight this key provision. That the White House seeks to impose federal involvement in this way after months of abrogating its responsibility to lead a federal response to COVID is both ironic 
and offensive, Harumph. Kenny said in a statement. Oh, harumph, how dare the president fail to lead this country. Let me show you NPR. Fact check. Trump doesn't have the authority to order states to reopen. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I, I'm so sick of this. Hold on. Drop it, dude. What? Go ahead. <laughs> drop it in. Drop it. No, 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 no. Don't don't drop the, the subject. Like, drop the drop bomb. The you're, <laughs> drop the, bomb, the hammer yeah. you're about to do. That, I'm like saying, I'm rooting you on. Go for when it. When Trump said, the buck stops with me, I have the authority, every state said, nope, you don't, and we can do what we want. And Trump said, no, you need the president's authority. And they said, no. And Trump said, when you're the president, your, your authority is total. What did he say? He said, your, the authority is total. And they said, no, it's not. So Trump issued guidelines. Here's what the states should do. And they call that abrogating. Right. Donald Trump doesn't have the authority to go to New York and tell Cuomo what to do. He has jurisdiction for over federal manners, matters, meaning when someone crosses state lines. Yeah. Perhaps, uh, I don't even know if he, can act, if he can act border controls between states. I don't know if he has authority to do that. Maybe. I, I don't think so. He can protect federal buildings. He can deal with matters of federal law. But the states control them, their, their own, their own uh, them, them, themselves. Yep, they do. So this is what you get. April 14th. Trump doesn't have the authority to order states to reopen. Now, I know they're specifically talking about reopening. But let me just say, if Trump doesn't have the authority to tell them to, re to reopen, isn't it fair to say he doesn't have the authority to tell them to do anything? That's what they're claiming now, though. That now they're saying he should have led the coalition, but they didn't want to. Ah, uh, the hypocrisy is real in yeah. the Democrats. Yep. So, you know what, man? I've been dealing with this for years where it's it started off very much as, look, in the early years of Trump, I think he did some bad things, notably hiring John Bolton. And everybody knew that was a mistake. That's a good point. And I have no problem a criticizing him. I mean, yeah, the dude said we were going to be celebrating in Tehran. What is that? We, we, he's literally saying we're going to invade Iran. It's yep. insane. It's crazy. And Trump had to go and hire these people, you know, for whatever reason. I don't know why he did it. I don't know what's going on in the administration. But over the past year or so, it's been getting sl somewhat better. Notably, I'll, I'll mention, you know, calling out China and more specifically Afghanistan. So sure. I, at this point, I'm just like, okay, man, whatever. I'll take what I can get. But early on, I, got, I, I started off very much as this trope of the liberal who's like, stop making me defend Trump. I but hear that I, a lot. But every time the media would lie, I'd be like, no, 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 come on. He's bad, but he's not that bad. Right. Now it's just, we've, we, they've become so insane and desperate. We have moved well beyond stop making de me defend Trump. And it's to the point where I'm saying, stop lying, you, you, you duplicitous snake. You yep. are lying about everything. It's not even about Trump anymore. Yep. It's about the economy. Whenever the economy does well, it's like, well, actually, the economy is bad. Stock market does well. Well, the stock market doesn't matter. Stock market tanks. Look at the stock market. Now my favorite is, where are all the, 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 the libertarians to defend against, you know, the stormtroopers marching through Portland, man? I thought you wanted gun rights to go up against an, an oppressive state. It's like, well, okay, well, hold on. Maybe, maybe there's no oppressive state. Maybe, maybe there's no oppressive. They can't believe that, though. That they, goes they, against their whole, their whole system. And their their whole fight would be null and void. So this is what this is what I'm saying, man. Look, when when whenever I have the conversation where someone says, I know, you know, like uh, earlier, Ian was saying, you know, I'm seeing people are saying that you know the federal agents are going out there and attacking protesters, and then and then fights are breaking out, and that other people are saying the protesters are attacking the building. It's like straight up the protesters are attacking the building. 
Right. I just I just read the Bellingcat segment where it said after 39 days, the first federal response. Right. So I so we're sitting here complaining. Why won't Trump do anything for 39 days? Then he finally does. And now they're all crying. And he's, and he, the only thing he does is protect the federal land that he they are. Well, they did totally allowed. They, to. they did go out of the building and march to the streets, the feds. OK. But I mean, if, if they're laying siege to this building with with commercial grade, you know, fireworks, mortars, right. those are lethal. Yeah, they're going out to Make purge, purge the people that are actually attacking the oh, choice, sieging. Precision of words. What? Arrest. You said purge. Oh, purge the streets. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> Remove them from the the area because they were straight up attacking the you know, court man, building. Look, I, I I thought I thought about this over the past several years as I've talked more and more about civil war. Yeah, I I did a segment earlier today on my main channel where I pulled up a bunch of stories where over the past year longer they've been saying civil war, civil war, civil war, nonstop. Yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I mean, look, we're at a point where the states are openly defying the feds and rejecting their authority. But I often wondered to myself. How hard would it be to be like a moderate fence sitter when a civil war breaks out? And, and you don't know unless it happens, right? But I got to say, though, you, you just said, you know, the, the feds coming in or they're, they're denying the feds coming in. It's worse than that. They're letting their own cities burn. They, they are openly letting these people, they're arresting them, but, letting them out. I don't even know why they're arresting them. Why do they even arrest but them? But now that they're focused on the feds, they don't care. Yeah, but look, this, 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 this is the point I was, was going to make. I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, if you want to be objective and report on what's happening, how hard would that be in a civil war? That's what I've been thinking about over the past several years. Would it come to a point where violence breaks out and I can be like this group and this group are doing these things? The answer is it's impossible. There is no word to describe uh, neutrally for both sides what this group of people in Portland is are whatever there's mm-hmm. no one word and i and i thought about it as as you know there you know when i when i try to record i usually just press record and start talking but every so often i'll say something like protesters oh got to stop there they're not right they're not insurrectionists well, well they're, they're protesters when the the cameras are on and the moms are out and they are getting their you know look they're pro- s- singing their their black lives matter songs and that's what people are sending me like well look how how can you defend the feds like look they're peaceful there's 2000 of these people all singing together and show the like, video of the moms trying to break the door down i sent them that way and they're <laughs> like no 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 i don't need to see any of that so the point uh, i'm making is there is no neutrality right okay. now none whatsoever right now you have a group of people sure we can call them that and they're attacking a courthouse as soon as you say that people are going to be like you're lying they're peaceful they're you're lying they're protesters yep what do you call them insurrectionists or protesters rioters or demonstrators whichever one you choose shows which tribe you are because of your worldview your perspective on who they are and what they're doing i have a feeling most people will look at them as rioters um i it depends on what news they get if you if you show them the video i'm i'm sure at this point that's why i'm saying i don't i don't, I don't know if it matters anymore you send a video of somebody bashing a door, you know, the response is going to be? Oh, well, where was that? Well, no, of course they're fighting back. The unmarked secret police were snatching people up. Oh, of course. That's what they'll say. There's no beginning, middle, or end anymore. It's just a, a mess. It's instant, instantly justified in their heads. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, that makes sense. They're, well, it's just, like, it's they're like, just fighting the system. It's tribes now, man. Yeah. And when it comes to tribalism, there is no reason anymore. It's join or die. That's all it is. 
So now that the state of look in, in Oregon, you have Mayor Ted Wheeler and he's told the feds to get out. They were just chanting the other night, F Ted Wheeler. There's another mayor who's going to be running uh, in November. And this mayor has openly said that she is Antifa. Straight up? Straight up. Wow. Trump has said Antifa is a terrorist organization. So what happens when the mayor of this town becomes joins the faction that is attacking the federal building that Trump has declared to be a terrorist organization? Civil war? Yeah, I guess. I'm, right. I'm, that's, that's insane. It's insanity. It's not the same thing as Fort Sumter. But I have to wonder if the Civil War was like a catalyst for unifying American nationalism, like they said. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's, it's a line from the movie um, National Treasure, which is itself a national treasure. Nicolas Cage, the man. I will agree. He says before the Civil War, they said the United States are. After the Civil War, they said the United States is because the state, the country, the United States was viewed as a single nation. Right. I wonder if we're looking at the unzipping now. The, so we've, we've, had, we've had our bell curve. We're coming off the end of this, of this ride. Yeah, someone said to me today, they, they're from another country. They said, hey, you know, just looking um, from another perspective, I wonder if we're going to start uh, calling it just the states of America yeah. instead of the United States of America. The federal government collapses. The states, the states of America. Their own borders and everything. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be insanity for a, couple, for a decade of just chaos, border checkpoints being set up, you know, desperate... You know, well, so here's, here's, here's what I'm saying. If Oregon has rejected the authority of the federal government, mm -hmm. if, you know, Chicago is now saying the same thing, Philadelphia is saying the same thing. It's not necessarily at the state level, but Oregon is at the state level. Yeah. Let me show you something else. Let me see if I can. Um, where do I have this? Do I have this pulled up? There we go. I got it pulled up. Greater Idaho. Perhaps a new state. I could still see every every single time I see Idaho, I just see Joe Biden sniffing. See the <laughs> top right? Oh yeah, the oh, there that's yeah. the chin. That. That's a little, that's a little Joe Biden. I can't unsee that. Once that's you see it, it's like, yep, it's he's Great, sniffing Idaho. Oh, Greater gosh. Idaho would <laughs> would 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 absorb the more conservative areas. But this won't this won't change our problems. Where is that from? What is that from? This is uh, OPB, I think. Yeah, OPB.org. No, the map itself is that is that the way it used to be, or is that just a? It's from a, a Move suggestion. Oregon's Border for a Greater Idaho oh, organization. Wow. Okay. There's also calls for the state of Jefferson, which would be Northern California and like Southern Oregon. Interesting. Yeah. So this has been talked about that the more conservative areas would band together. Yeah. But I'm not sure that would actually solve any of the problems happening right now. The problems are that, you know. The, the, the tracks of this country, you know, the, 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 this country's tracks have split so far, they're unrecognizable at this point. Yeah. And all that matters is you bow to the tribe. Is the orange man good or bad? Pick one. And if you try and be a lie, oh, come on, chill. Oh, 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 you must be on the other side. End of story. Right. How can there be an election if everybody's, if, if they're like, Trump is cheating? And they truly believe that he is. And then and Obama's and then I I'm on the the other side thinking that they're cheating. So it's like I could see both sides. Everyone thinks that they're just pointing fingers at each other. Like you're a cheater. No, yep. you're the cheater. Everybody's cheating. So how do we move forward then as a United? I don't States? think it matters. I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't think it matters who wins or loses. Hmm. If Trump loses, in my opinion, based on everything I've read and the news I've tracked, and I've been around the world, and I think, of course, I think I'm right. Joe Biden is going to pull off a, a TPP. Yep. He's going to try and rejoin up with China. Yep. They're going to sell off our industry. 
They're going to strip the rights of American citizens to international corporations. We already heard from Jack Dorsey when I was on the Rogan podcast when he said, we're, our rules are for a global community. Wow. You remember, remember he was talking about, we serve a global community, so our rules are more. The UN has basically denounced hate speech. They've basically been like, oh, you shouldn't allow hate speech. What we believe in, liberalism, yeah. and I mean that in the true academic sense of the word, not the colloquial, stupid, you know, leftist. Right. Like the idea of the consent of the governed, freedom of speech, expression, the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness are going to be gone. I agree. That's why I'm so afraid of uh, people voting for Biden, because they are blinded to the bigger picture. Now think about the other side. Their one chance to defeat white supremacy. They view America as a colonial empire of genocide that must be purged. They believe that science, that time, that schedules are all white supremacy that must be abolished and purged. I mean, getting into that conversation, it just proves to me how misguided and... I think all that matters is one thing. They're just misguided for sure. Misguided. I see the left as a chaotic, destructive force. Yeah. And they've, you know, the, the, putting the, it lightly, the modern Democrats have essentially given up and given in for power. And the leftists are taking the reins and trying to pull as hard as they can. They haven't make, made as many gains as they want. What's happening in Oregon is a huge advantage for them. But they can't win anything because they, ha- they offer up no cohesive structure for anything. I'll tell you what does happen, though. When this fight breaks out between those who believe in this country and those who don't, China. What? They're going to? They're going to finally pull the trigger. China won't need there there won't need to be a war if America collapses from within. That's a good point. So maybe this is how we avoid Thucydides trap. America is done. And that's why people like Mark Cuban won't speak up about Hong Kong, because that's their exit strategy. America can collapse. The dollar can tank. Silver and gold are spiking. Stocks are spiking. And he can dump his money into China. And then when the collapse happens, he'll still be rich. Not him. I, I'm calling him out partly because of the Ted Cruz thing. I don't know what his, you know, if he said anything about China. Um, I want to be careful about dragging individuals unless I, know, unless I know for sure. But how many billionaires are like, my financial interests are in a bunch of different countries. I'll be rich forever. Yep. And how many Americans are going to be just left to live in the wastes? We got to we got to be uh, we got to be aware. We we have to talk. We got to be. We have to be talking. We have to be open. We have to be you know explaining you know it makes me think of daryl davis on a grander scale like he he went and to his own like threat of his own life like he could have been killed doing what he was doing but he went out there to talk to these people and show them that you know he he, there's no it's it's not even that complicated it's not even that complicated he was like i'm gonna go talk to him i'm gonna go talk to him this is is the guy who de-radicalized 200 klansmen famous blues musician a black man who went to a bunch of clan meetings yep Amazing guy. And then what happened when he went to my event in Philly? They called tra- him. They called him a white supremacist and refused to talk to him. Right, exactly. And he he made they had this viral post on Facebook where he was shocked. Yep. How was it that he was able to walk up to Klan members? Yep. And they were like, "What do you have to say?" That scares me. But then when he went to the Antifa, they were like, "Get out of here, you white supremacist! F you!" Right. And he was like, "I can't believe it." Or how about the the police officer in Seattle? I believe it was where he's you know he's talking and he was standing there and I guess. A, a younger uh, black person walked up to him and was like, you know, hey, can I talk to you? You know, you're obviously we're saying like defund you. Can you talk to me? And he's like, I, I really want to. I want to talk to you. But every single time I try to some white Antifa person comes up 
And at that moment, right then, yep. a white Antifa person is like, don't talk to the police. How dare you talk yep. to the police? It's like, you, you, they can't even have their own voice anymore. It's a cult. It is a cult. They're, they're trying in, to indoctrinate all these people and convince them that, you know, I racism think, is real. No, no, it's, it's not even about any of that. It's, it's kind of like applying a, you, you have a structure and it's made of wood and you want it to come down. And so what they're doing is they're taking a corrosive and they're rubbing it on support structures. And then you sit back and wait and eventually the supports become too weak and the whole thing comes down. Yeah. I was in San Bernardino. There was a protest. It was far left versus Trump supporters. And I was just filming. I walked over to the uh, far left side and there were a bunch of people in black blocks wearing all black standing there. Mm -hmm. And I said, can I, any guys want to tell me what's going on? And then all of a sudden an organizer ran up and started chanting, just chanting. I don't remember exactly what they were chanting, but they were just mindlessly chanting, Mike, check, Mike, check, Mike. That's what they do. Yep. If you, as a journalist, try and walk up to a group that doesn't have the ability to, to violently crush you like they do, if you're filming, they'll be like, get them, get them. They'll beat you up for having a camera. Yeah. They just chant so that no one can talk to you, like you were mentioning with the cop. Yep, exactly. It's not about any real idea. It's not about making anything. It's about literally just applying a corrosive that destroys the support structures, the bonds of a functioning society. Yeah. And you know what the problem is? Hmm. There's no one trying to repair it. I mean, there, it's an exaggeration. There are a few. There are people like Jordan Peterson. There are people like Brett Weinstein, people like us. I mean, you know, I, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing these new politicians that are coming. Sean Parnell, for example. Sean Parnell, Matt you know. Gates, I think. Yeah, there's, you know. they're, they're out there. Um, someone in, in Jersey who's running also, there's, it's really awesome, got a good platform. But I see this new wave of politicians that are coming out and that's what we need we need this i think it's, you keep saying it's it's you think it's too late i hear you tim 10 i hear you tim of the cdc is intersectionalist and they demanded that the federal government declare that racism is a national health crisis right and then so the problem is articles are coming out right now that saying they're flubbing all the numbers and so it's like they they can't juggle so many lives or lies excuse me they can't juggle all these lies before they start dropping them all and being like oops you got me lying i i, I disagree okay when you have when 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 it turns out that you you have about ten thousand employees of the cdc and 1200 have signed a document demanding a national health crisis on racism which makes literally no sense correct has nothing to do with the cdc you've already got an ideological infection throughout your nation worse than you realize it's like seeing one roach on the wall and going it's just one roach it's fine and ignoring it and then a year later you're done and you could have done something about it. But the problem was, this, this was decades ago. Like you mentioned, that document on whiteness yep. from the Smith, that was from 1990. Yep. Those ideas. Right, exactly. 19, I'm like, wow, I didn't know any. I was a kid. I was a little kid. Yep. So now we've all grown up. And surrounding us, as we are all the support structure of American ideals, the Constitution, the, the Bill of Rights, all the amendments, we are surrounded by people who's, who have no logical structures in their brains to actually draw conclusions. They think time is racist. It's meaningless. They think racism is a health crisis that must be declared. They think climate change is racist. And they have these nonsensical, insane ideas like two plus two equals five. And I'm not exaggerating. There's a big Twitter thread from these people explaining how math doesn't make sense because it's actually white supremacy. The argument is that, here's what they say, clearly two plus two doesn't always equal four. That's wrong because two apples plus four oranges does not, be, you know, plus two oranges does not equal four apples. What they do is they, they manipulate, misrepresent, and confuse to fracture the bonds of a functioning logical structure. And all that will lead to is breaking down. So when 10%, well, like 
Apparently now I'm seeing some talk about filing FOIA requests against the federal government to figure out who's doing this weird intersectionalism. Mm -hmm. I was reading something that said that once you reach 10% saturation of an ideology, that's enough for them to take over the whole system. Especially when you realize that religious people in this country aren't actually devout religious. If I'd, I'd be willing to bet that if you took the average Christian and placed them next to the average intersectionalist, the average Christian would be a regular kind of chill American who probably isn't going to preach to you. Probably. But the intersectionalist will literally punch you in the face if you don't get on your knees for, you know, racial justice. They'll bash you in the face and they'll call you a Nazi. Yep. So you compare who is truly ideological. Intersectionalists throughout this country overwhelmingly are, are, are preaching the gospel of their new, well, I'll call it a cult. Yeah. And they're infecting every, every layer. How many corporations have come out against this? I think it's a religion now. now. You, wh- how many how many member cult members do you need to then it? You, I don't you know. Can register. Really a way. I'm pretty sure so there's think, an actual number though, and I'm I, pretty sure they have their new religion, and that's I think, what this is. I think the reason it's gradu- uh, graduated now to a religion is because they don't have a uh, personality. It's literally just uh, it's an ideology that they worship. Yeah. That is, it's got it's got all. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's a, I don't want to say it's a religion because religions actually are something very are, are, are relatively different historically. Yeah. But they're definitely some they're definitely in the same structure of what a religion is. You know what their idol Non-theistic is? Non-theistic religion. You know what their idol is? Golden calf. You were close. What? A, a golden participation trophy. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I yep. think it should be a golden calf. I think we should make the golden calf of intersectionalism. That would be the perfect symbol for them. Figure out a way to get them to adopt it. No, I like cows. They're cool. Yeah, but do you know what the references? Yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, I don't want to <laughs> worship a golden. Was it? Was it a calf? It was a golden calf. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it was ground into powder, and they were made to drink it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh no, they, didn't get, they did not get to keep that idol because yeah. they're you know Israelites. So, so listen, I'm not saying necessarily that it's too late to you know fix the country. It's never too late to do anything. What I'm saying is that it's probably too late to stop what's what's about to happen widespread violence and destruction sure and if we and if we don't do well, it it's already happening there's already widespread panic i know and, and destruction. 54 it's days right come now. on man we're talking about 34 hours of cannon fire now that's impressive but it's still a day and a half right how about 54 days 54 nights to be fair right it's the nights when they uh of when they actually start rioting of riots mm-hmm. just like, we'll just call it a riot like think about it historically when they say for 54 nights longer than that now it's gonna it's gonna go on for what till november until Trump finally retreats and they take the federal building. Think about what history would say if Trump retreats. They would say, for 73 days, insurrectionists besieged a federal building until finally the federal authorities under President Trump retreated. They took the building and destroyed it, signaling the, you know, the capture of federal jurisdiction. Yep. So here's what I think. The big fear is that as China seeks to displace us as the world superpower, we, a war will break out. If we're too busy fighting amongst uh, amongst ourselves, there won't be a war. Or maybe there still could be. I'm sure that's what they hope for. Yep. Silver spiked earlier today. It's really interesting. I don't know enough about the markets. You know, it'd be interesting to talk to somebody about precious metals. But True. gold's been going up. Yep. And that basically, as far as I know, is not a good sign for the dollar. Was it? Who, who was it recently who said? Peter Schiff. Peter Schiff mm-hmm. said there's what going to be like a dollar shortage or crisis or something yeah well he he was talking about at the same time you were you yeah. were like i think the dollar is going to crash i think that's the end of the u.s economy and he was tweeting it as we were talking about it i thought it was funny i think 
with these coin shortages, a lot of stores have stopped taking cash outright. It's getting really interesting. Really, really interesting. I hope you've all uh, geared up and gotten ready for November. November 4th is going to be the most interesting day of our lives, I would imagine. Straight up. The time, the, the clock is ticking. Yep. We're now, uh, man, just a little bit over three months. A little bit over three months, about three and a half months. Yeah, they're firing all cylinders, man. Everything, you know everything is happening right now. I'm going to enjoy my last Halloween. It's going to be fun. That's 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 depressing, dude. You're, what? You, you, you can be a little depressing sometimes. The last Halloween? Yeah, just in general, you can be a little depressing. Why? What did you, what did you just say? I'm going to enjoy my last Halloween? Yeah, that's that's depressing, dude. Well, hey, man. I'll tell I, you I, what. I, no, 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 no. I'm not going to accept that. Sorry. No. I, I'm telling you, you're wrong right now. We're, we're going to have other Halloweens. Life's going to continue on. The, these, these people that are, everyone's standing up right now, and, and everyone's ready to fight. I think you take it way too seriously when I say last Halloween. I can't take things. It's hard for me to not be serious anymore. I, I know I, I love to joke. I love to have a good time. You know, but the more I look into this and the more I understand the gravity of, of what is happening right now, all of us should be should be this aware and we should know how serious it is. It's hard for me to just switch it from this is really serious civil war. People are trying to bring down America and then like crack jokes. It's 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 not easy for me to do that anymore because so I'll, so I'll, I'll say it right back, man. That's depressing. Okay. If I, if I maybe make a, maybe it is. If I make if I make a joke about the last Halloween because November fourth is going to be the day of chaos. Yeah. I'm not literally saying Halloween will never happen again. Well, I'm just telling I'm you just how t- I feel, I'm, man. It's it's just exaggeration about the severity of what's to come. Right. Okay. And 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 it is. And you know what, man? Like, when I look around this at this country and the, and the talk of the silent majority, I cross my fingers. But it's funny how the left has this view of Trump supporters as these, like, the meme is the guy in the rascal with his belly hanging out, and he's got two full auto guns and, like, nachos in front of him, and he says, America. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. I wish we had even a handful of those guys who loved America so much they gorged themselves and drove around with guns and a rascal. It doesn't exist. You've got a bunch of chill people who want to live their life work hard, feed their family, do their thing. Yep. They, they, they love and respect this country for what it is, but they're not going out screaming murka at the top of their lungs with full auto guns. No, they're researching laws, researching how to get into the government and actually make an actual change and not screeching and, and throwing bombs at a courthouse. And that's, that's what I'm seeing. I'm that, seeing people actually going out and working towards making a difference legally. And, and, that's, and that's the major, the silent majority you're talking about. And that's why they're losing. Ben Shapiro said... That trying to get a political, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase him, so hopefully I'm getting it right, but he said something akin to trying to win a political victory while they've taken over the cultural institutions is rearranging the chairs on the Titanic. And I, I completely agree. Okay. Breitbart said it a, a decade ago. You know, he's the one who said it, right? Politics, is, politics mm-hmm. is downstream from culture. Yeah. And so you, you look at what the left has done consistently. Barack Obama was a celebrity. They love that guy, big old charismatic smile on his face. Well, he enacted the, the NDAA and uh, indefinite detention provisions and did all these horrible, horrible, horrible things. Yes, he did. And he got away with it because he, he was part of the dominant cultural institutions. So now you have Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and we're lucky to be on these platforms. You're right. And I'm glad we, we were able to be here so I can actually give my views out there. I mean, yep. just today, just this morning, I woke up and someone tagged me. They're like, yo, Tim's, Tim's video about all these leftists 
going to the right, running to MAGA, and the Democrats are freaking out, was was trending, trending. Uh, in gaming. It's so weird. No, it's not. No, no, it's like, not it, weird. It, it, trending in gaming. No, I, I, it's not weird because the the gaming industry itself has been infected by SJWs. I'm a gamer. I know. Yeah. Many gamers are fed up with it. They're like Red Bull. Like for example, it's like Red Bull sells sugar drinks. Why should it matter what they're? But you know, they're sugar yeah. yeah it's game, like that's listen. all it is. It's like gamers want to go to a game and and escape. Gamer, so the ga- fact that they're not even allowed to escape in their games means it's not working anymore. And this started about seven years ago. Game, so cult- Gamergate the, yeah, was yeah. the first battle of the of the cultural civil war. Well, it makes sense because they're the younger generation that you're saying cult- p- politics is downhill from culture. Well, that culture is 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 has been attacked for so long now that you know they think that they have all the the new generation on their side well that is not true it's not well so this is why you're dangerous uh, sure that's because people have said it to me and whatever i'm not going to stop talking I didn't, I didn't say you should right i, I won't so so we, we were talking about this earlier and i was like uh, i'll be as flattering as possible you've got adam krigler who's male model pro skateboarding rock star <laughs> who all of a sudden now is coming out and being like go trump but you are 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 uh, you you develop all of these important cultural things. Yeah. The idea of like pro a pro skateboarding rock star that's like what every kid wanted to be 20 30 years ago, you know? It was like, you know, being a famous musician and being a pro skater, all these things, right? And so that's culture. Conservatives went for the political victory. But like Ben Shapiro said, rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Right. So they won, congratulations. In 2016 they controlled all branches of the government. They then lost it in 2018. Well, I mean, we talked about it, though. They locked them down. They they, they froze yeah, it all, so they couldn't do anything. But it's because they control the newspapers. That's true. They control exactly. the movies, the TV shows. And a lot of, of people are now realizing, because of COVID, they don't have jobs. A lot of people are stuck at home. They can't go out. There's no sports. What are they doing? They're watching the mainstream media, listening to the president speak, going back and cross-checking themselves now. That's true. And seeing... What is what are they talking about now? Instead of having to, de- you know, the few people defend him, like, oh, you're going to make me defend Trump. Now everyone's like, oh yeah, okay, you don't have to him anymore because I can see for myself. People are seeing for themselves. When Trump was doing daily press briefings, his approval numbers were higher in the aggregate than they have ever been. And why do you think he's going to start doing again? He's starting. He's going to start him up again. Exactly. But they're not going to cover it. They accuse him of lying and all that stuff. So anyway, the the, the ultimate point is. Republicans and conservatives need to be fighting on the cultural front. And they started doing that with memes on the internet. And then the left, which controls the platforms with which this communication happens, nuked every single one of them. That's correct. Just They, they were like, purge. And so here, here's what happens with uh, the best example, I believe, is probably the Donald. Yep. There was a study done by, I think it was MIT Review, that found that 4chan and the Donald were the progenitors of the most prolific memes on the internet. Seriously, just all the jokes, everything you would see yeah. came from 4chan or the Donald. So what do they do? They accuse the Donald of all this wrongdoing, of all this manipulation, and maybe some of it's true. I don't know. I'm, I didn't investigate it, so I'm not going to pretend like I did. Okay. But they then quarantined the Donald under false pretenses. They were threatening police, they said. You think the Blue Lives Matter people were threatening the cops? Not in the slightest. That's insane. I agree. And so what, what a lot of people at the Donald thought was that you get some far leftists who invade, post these things. And then before they can even realize they exist, the admins go, look at this. You should have got rid of it. Quarantined. So they created their own website, the Donald.win, which is now probably one of the biggest pro-Trump forums, considering the Donald itself has been banned permanently. Yep. 
They were they were gone for four months. For four months, this, the Reddit, the, uh, the Donald was inactive. And then the CEO comes out and says, we're banning all these subreddits, including the Donald, because they broke the rules. But no one had posted for four months. It was <laughs> locked down, which means they retroactively ap- applied new rules to an old forum, yep. which shows there's literally nothing you can do. They snap their fingers and they nuke you. Now what's going on? DDoS attacks against the Donald.win. They're making it. You, you can try and pull up the website periodically and it won't work. Wow. They're just you can't open it because a denial of service attack is, is slamming into it. So they're trying really hard to shut them down. Yep. And now that they can't control them directly because they've created their own website, people are going after them indirectly. So I'll tell you what, man, I'm surprised we're still lucky enough to be able to speak. But I think it's because we follow the rules. You know, we're we're not overly, overly bombastic. We don't insult. We don't swear. We play it very, very safe, and it makes it very difficult. But they're going to try, man. Yep. They're going to start snipping up bits and out of context. They're going to start pulling up your old posts and try and figure out anything they can get from you that's ever been offensive, whatever. Find a way to get, ri- to, to get rid of the things we're talking about because they have to purge the ideas. Yep. And then when, when there's – you know, I was watching uh, – I've been watching Avatar, the, the Last Airbender, because I just added to Netflix. Okay. And so apparently it's like a big thing right now. Everybody's watching it. Netflix is like, got it right there, recommended. But there's one episode where a bunch of, uh, for, for those who aren't familiar with the show, I'll just keep it simple. There's four elements and each, you know, nation, you know, has like an element. I'm very simplifying it. And so people of the Earth nation are enslaved. They, they can control Earth to fight with. Okay. They're on a ship and the main characters give them weapons, basically, and they refuse to fight back. And I was thinking about this because it's a really interesting idea. That even even when given the power, people who are beaten down and demoralized won't stand up for themselves. And it's because they need a unifying rallying cry or connecting bond. If people don't know that the the up you know the uprising is here, they don't rise up. So that's how that's why Facebook was so powerful in the Middle East for the Arab Spring. You give them that one Facebook post that everybody could see, and they were like, there's the unifying, you know, point. So that we can all rise up and, and attack. And then in the show, the one, one guy stands up and then everyone joins him. So that's kind of what needs to happen, I suppose. Uh, happen, I suppose. But so far, it's only happened on the political front. How you do it on the cultural front, I don't know, because the cultural institutions have been dominated now for like several decades. Every, you, know, you know what's really crazy, too, is I think it happened about 10 years ago with the shift from Jon Stewart to the current iteration of cookie-cutter plastic robo comedians i could see that yeah same formula it's current year little timothy the same formulaic nonsensical non-humor yeah and lies from people like john oliver i tried watching him recently actually since it's it's ridiculous and i i used to think it was funny and i was cringing the whole time because i knew how inaccurate the stories it's like he if if you just watch the mainstream media he's funny because then you you think the stories he's reporting are real but the fact is he, he just makes fun of the fake stories. And it's well, like, he lies himself. I, I mean, I haven't, I, I'm not going to go cross-reference all of his old I'll episodes. Be but He's wrong often. Yeah, okay. But then you look at Samantha Bee, and you, you look at Trevor Noah. She's horrendous. You look at Jim Jeffries, and the whole thing they do is this cookie-cutter, formulaic, fake comedy. I call it fake comedy because it's not real jokes. Right. It's like, it's like the Big Bang Theory. It's, it's like they took The Daily Show, which was funny and organic. Yeah. And they took the, the structure of the Big Bang Theory, non-humor, just placed in front of you, and made a Big Bang Theory version of 
news comedy. Explain the Big Bang Theory to me because you're, 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 I, you're, I've never seen that show. So, it's, so the Big Bang Theory is the perfect example of if you take out the laugh tracks, mm-hmm. literally nothing happens. Oh, okay. So it'll be like, it's one of those shows where, you know, the guy will walk in and go, Adam, those are crazy headphones. And then they just pause for about three seconds and nothing happens. And the other guy goes like, yes, they are. And then he pauses for about three seconds and nothing happens. And that's the show? But they add a laugh track. Yeah. And so the show is very popular because it's plastic robotic nonsense. Okay. So like you, you can actually go on YouTube and watch Big Bang Theory with no laugh track. And you're like, and, and friends with no laugh track. Seriously, it's all the same thing. That's true. So they, they took someone like Jon Stewart, who had genuine opinions, and did a show. It was funny. And, like, he was fair to Project Veritas when Veritas did the expose. And he was even like, journalists, where are you? This guy with the, you know, camera did a bigger story than you did? Yeah. It's really amazing. Today, like, Project Veritas is evil. They lie nonstop about what, who they are and what they do. Well, Everything. Not about only it. that, if you, if you are a true journalist and you're exposing actual things, you're going to get taken out or defamed or canceled or whatever yep however you want to put it you know and it's happening like they do to james o'keefe yep so it's it's you know the way the way i see project veritas is they do undercover reporting i personally think they're biased towards the right but that doesn't matter their bias is less relevant than are they telling the truth and uncovering real information the answer is yes they are if you have a problem with that then do journalism and uncover the other side whatever yeah, yeah exactly i can't i'm not going to get mad at someone for doing journalism because the stories they focus on tend to benefit a political faction if that's you know your view of things i do think that that even that narrative is a little skewed because when he goes after google and the mainstream press to assume those are left-wing institutions is kind of a funny thing to admit yeah. you know so yeah. i but i but i do i do think he's a conservative for sure they 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 try and destroy his credibility and they they try and claim he's not a real journalist they do the same thing to Andy No. Yep. And but the, these these people are they control the, they control the cultural institutions. It's funny I was having this conversation with someone a while ago, and they always default to the same thing. When you say that the left has all the power, they go Trump is the president, right? Because they don't understand that politics is downstream from culture. Yeah. Someone that when, someone was trying to argue with me the other day about how they were like. That you know that whole the attack ad this this is Trump or this is Biden this will be Biden's America, and they posted it and they were like how can they say this like it's Trump's America right now he's the president, and I'm just like God do you realize what's happening do you understand that it's the Democrats cities that this is happening in you know and just try to have this conversation and by the end of it it was actually fairly civil which I was I was grateful for but at the end um, th- this person just said well it doesn't matter because he is the president period. The end. And it's like, People think the president can do way more than they can. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I keep asking. Like, what you you can't pick and choose whether he you know he's this authoritarian figure, but then he has no power, and then you know yeah. wh- whichever battle it, you're having, like you switch per day because it, you know they keep switching. It's like which which is it? Make up well, your mind. He's a. Uh, I, I did a tweet on this once because I just kind I got sick of all this, all these stories up at the same time, mm-hmm. and I can't remember exactly everything I said, but I'm like. He's a fascist who won't exercise his authority over states. He's he's a, a mastermind playing 4D chess, but fumbling and bumbling and losing. Yeah. He's secretly winning with his secret. Like all of these news stories, just you have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's part of it too. The point is to keep everyone confused and spun around in circles. So all you can really do is just go vote. I will say though, I watched I've, I've been I watched a couple of the videos from Don't I think it's Don't Walk Run Productions. Yeah. Andrew's the uh, Andrew the senior political correspondent going over all the polls and breaking down why they don't make sense. And it's actually really funny when he goes through and is like, 
you know, Pew says that Joe Biden is up by like 11 points. And he's like, let's break down what they're, how their polling works. And then he shows their polling methodology and it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It's like a weighted poll and it goes through this ridiculous. So you have to subtract two people here and then add this there. And he's like, I have no, I, I don't get it either. I want to respond to something you just said right in the middle of that. And you just kind of blew right over it. You said the only thing you can really do is go vote. Yes. Period. Yep. What do you think the people on the right and the majority of America are waiting to do? They're they're I, not I going to riot. I'm just I just want to say that like that's what they're doing. They're but waiting I, but, to but, go but let's, vote. Let's, let's, let, this let, 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 America let me, is not the Titanic. Let me contextualize that. Go ahead. What I'm saying is when I say the only thing you can go do and vote, it's in the context of the polls. Don't sit there and think Joe Biden's going to win or Trump's going to win. Just go and vote. I'm not saying it's the only. Oh, they are. I'm not saying quite literally will. in the grand scheme of things, the only thing you can do, because I think there's a lot more you should be doing and not just sitting around and waiting to go vote. What I'm saying is to clear the context. Yeah. If you're going to look at all the polls every day, if you're going to track all the news and say who's winning today, it's a waste of your time because I can easily pull up a poll right now that says Donald Trump is actually winning. Mm-hmm. I can easily argue. And it's, it's amazing to me. I, I talked about this before when David Pakman did a video that said Donald Trump's disapproval is the high, all time high. And I saw that and I thought to myself, why isn't it? Why won't I do that same story? Is it because I'm biased and secretly am in favor of Trump? No, it's because it was one poll. Right. And when I talk about Trump's all-time high, I try to use the aggregate to get a better view of his polling numbers. Yeah, which is all the polls. And right? even right now, he's not the lowest he's ever been. So I'm not going to make a story saying it's the worst it's ever been because in the aggregate, it's just not true. It's stabilized around 41 to 42%. So when he reaches his best, I'm like, that's huge. The aggregate polling. When one poll comes out saying it's worse than ever, I'm like, yeah, but come on, it's static. When you do polling, eventually you get blips and you have to average them out to try and figure it out because sometimes you poll the wrong people. Yep. So that's that, you know. Or poll the same people over and over and over again, too. It's like right. the echo circle that we talk about, you know, yeah. it's like they they're only talking to themselves. So how do they know what the rest of everyone's thinking? That's actually another thing in that video I was talking about from Don't Walk Run. Oh, they talk about that. Yeah. Where it's like they have a polling group where they ask the same people every two weeks. Right. Like, like, well, the poll still shows. Yeah, right. It's like, it's like you ask the same group. Sure. Yeah. How, why would you think that their opinions changed? And that's that's the thing, man. I wonder if the, the tribes have been solidified already. Are, are people just waiting now to jump up and go vote or what's going to happen? Well, just to use Twitter as an example, you know, I, I, I browse a lot. There's a lot of good uh, sources on there, a lot of senators, a lot of actual uh, people in charge posting what they're doing, their bills that I can go c- connect to and read. And and then, of course, there's the crazy people that are on Twitter also. And, and, and you can just look at, you know, I always like to take a step back and look at, look at it as a whole. There, you'll have a tweet just that does, let's just say it's pro-left, okay, just as a broad sense. And then a tweet that says pro-right. Now, if, I, if you go through the comments, half of the, the comments on the pro-left are anti-left. And then you look at the pro-right. 98% of them are pro-right. Yeah. So it shows me, just, just as a general populist, you know, opinion... It's, of active it's Twitter users. Of, of, of the active Twitter users, most of them think the left is crazy. And they, yep. they fight them on, on most things. Now, this, I, this is just something I've noticed over my months of, of being active on Twitter, you know? So I'm seeing that. You might be in a bubble. Sure. Tw- but, but I do... Twitter skews left. Sure, but... I, and, and if that's the case, then that proves it even more to me then 
if it skews left, then wouldn't there be more left-leaning everything? I mean, I follow... There's a, there's a bunch of people I could give you where you'll see nothing but the opposite of what you're saying. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I've noticed. I block, you know? I block so many people. I don't block anybody. These, I, don't, I don't block anybody. You wanna, I, I want to see it all. It's not, about, it's not about that. You know why I block people? Why? Because they will purposefully pull your, your tweets out of context and then lie about you to generate money. Hmm. They'll take one of your tweets where, you know, you'll say something. Let's, let's say you quoted somebody. Okay. They'll, take, they'll screenshot it and then they'll post it. And at the bottom, they'll be like, hey, don't forget my PayPal link because they know it generates income. Well, if I, I see that, maybe I'll, uh, I'll start adopting it's, that. It's, you, know, you know what I love the most is when, pe- when I, I would post things on Facebook. I would like write something out and just post it. Yeah. And then I would get these lefties being like, Tim's only saying this to boost himself in the algorithm to make money. And I'm like, you think I make money on Facebook? Right. Like, what money do I make on Facebook on my personal profile when I complain about stuff? Right, right. Nothing. Yeah, but the real thing is most people aren't on Twitter. Yeah, 78%. Most, most people don't waste their time wondering about how whatever their, their Twitter is doing. And Trump knows it. Or Facebook, for example. Even, you know, even though there's probably a lot of people that use Facebook... But regularly, probably not. Most people are busy working. Most people get home from work and then hang out with their families, raise, raising their kids. They're not, they're not having, they don't have all this free time to go march in the streets. Maybe, maybe Goya and Red Bull can be a, a turnaround moment. Perhaps this is... The more we, the, every single day, more things pop up. Magoya. Just, just like this. Magoya. Mm-hmm. Magoya. Yep. Make America Goya again. Like even Red Bull. Red Bull straight up fired people because Their CEO. They leaked documents. It's not just people. The that CEO. was just that was just it was just a meme, a joke about uh you know, just a map. Whoa, no, 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 no. Oh, is it it goes deeper? The initial story was that they fired these executives over leaking this insensitive map. Right, right. But then they purged their cultural marketing divisions. Wow. Yes, the the Trump loving CEO of Red Bull, it would seem nuked these executives because they were trying to put in place a new diversity and inclusivity uh, uh, like program or whatever within Red Bull. Right. One month before their termination. Sounds like oh. he saw it and said, out. Yeah, get out. Get out of my company. And now people were like, you know, oh, harumph. How dare you? Oh, well, diversity. Well, if I'll tell you what. I, I've never really been the biggest uh, energy drink fan, but I, I, didn't, I don't mind Red Bull. <laughs> but I, 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 maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll adopt it a little bit. I yeah. mean, I, I like, I like seeing people got, stand up for what they think is right. So how many companies we were talking about this before, like sock, sock company? Yeah. We're gonna put out a grand statement about well, why is the NBA doing it? NBA put like on one of their courts where they're gonna be doing these these like digital games. They wrote Black Lives Matter. Right. Why? Right. Why? I mean, I gotta be honest. I don't watch b- basketball anyway, so. You know, they're not losing my money because I wasn't giving it to them in the first place. But I'll pretend that I'm boycotting them. No, no, I don't care all that much to be honest. But it, it, it is strange to me that I will tell you this. You know, baseball and football I would passively watch sometimes. Okay. Not if they're kneeling. I'm just not interested in, in, in entertaining that stuff at this point. Yeah, Trump actually tweeted that out. He's like, man, I, I really miss watching live sports. But I gotta say, as soon as I see someone kneeling and disrespecting like the country, I'm I I turn it off. I'm not interested anymore because it's like this country is great. But for, for, they don't for, have any idea what they actually have. Like what? It's not. It's they've it's, got this like fairy tale in their head that we're like such 
this negative place and that's just not true for it's, for it's not for me it has nothing to do with disrespecting anybody it has to do with someone like doing the the, co- the you know the cobra hail cobra commander or whatever okay it has to do with when they kneel they are pledge they, they are they are not disrespecting anything as far as i'm concerned they're pledging allegiance to something else they're asserting that they are at odds that they they like they it's hard to explain, but it's essentially them saying the culture war exists. We are a part of it and we are opposed to you. That's what they're saying when they do it. Now, listen, I understand they try and do this meme where they're like saying Black Lives Matter and kneeling isn't a negative towards you. Yeah, you are incorrect. You are asserting an otherness. You are you are you are you are pledging to an ideology which is at odds with my very existence. I don't know if you guys saw the Ryan Long comedy video, but you absolutely have to see it. Where it's two best friends, and one one's guy one guy's shirt says woke, and one guy's shirt says that says that, that says racist, and they keep looking at each other and yelling the same things. Yeah, it's because hilarious. they believe in the same things. Yep. So when you have in California, in November, I I look if if you can tell me if if predict it has this, I'm gonna put a ton of money on it. Will California repeal its civil rights legislation? I will I will put it all on yes. You know why? The name of the bill is the Affirmative Action Amendment. Right. The bill itself literally just strikes out the civil rights law. It has crazy. nothing to do with affirmative action on the surface. I, every time I, I say this to anyone, like even my friend today, I was talking to him about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about that. And I'm like, and you you are still claiming to be a Democrat? Like, how? Are yes, you, yes, no, <laughs> that's, that's about right. What? <laughs> like, do you not realize what that what that means? That they can discriminate based on your race again. We got rid of that fifty years ago. What, why are we going back? And you know, I sixty said, years ago. Well, so, so, so to wrap up that first point, yes, I think this is a threat to my existence when they want the ability to choose what races and they make random determinations about privilege. Right. California's Assembly and Senate voted yes to repeal this this civil rights legislation. It now goes to, uh, I believe, to like a general vote, whatever, on, in November. Yeah. But people are just going to see, do you support the Affirmative Action Amendment? Yes or no? Yes. It's, oh, it's brought by Democrats? Yeah, they're great. Affirmative Action Amendment. <sighs> amendment. Yes. Insane. There you go. And they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna roll with it. So I was talking to my friend about this. And they kept saying to me, but why don't you like affirmative action? And I said, I, 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 I don't care. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But it's the Affirmative Action Amendment. Yeah. And, okay. But the language says the bill will remove this text. And they're like, well, hold on. But all of these news articles are saying that it's for affirmative action. I said, I don't care what the news articles are saying. Did you read it? I sent you the link. Read the bill itself, please. They finally read it and said, I don't understand. Why, how does this make sense? And I said, don't ask me. I guess the idea is if they can discriminate based on race, they can balance jobs or whatever. And then my friend said, but that sounds like a good thing, doesn't it? And I said, sure, if you think it's a good thing that certain areas that are maybe dominated by Republicans start putting up whites only signs, if you think that's a good thing, then go ahead and support that. Or Republican only. You don't even have to make it a race thing. I mean, it is. Well, they imagine, are making a race thing, but it's like. But it's also uh, gender, uh, national origin. Right, exactly. Religion. All all of the above. That's what it is. Christians only. So, so look, do I, I, I don't think for the most part Republicans will say white only. Some might do it as a matter of like. As to, as, as to like, to like point out the absurdity of what they're doing. Okay, so or, or invert it. The Democrats putting up signs that say black only. It's like, but, but where does it end? Like, how? They, well, here's the problem. Right. They, they like that. 
They, it's I'm craziness. talking to a progressive friend, and they like that. So yeah. the only way to effectively communicate the severity of this bill is to tell them. Here's what I said. Do you think that Republicans are racist? Of course. Okay. Do you think that once you remove this bill, Republicans will start putting up signs saying whites only? Wait, what? Because they'll, they'll be allowed to discriminate, right? Yeah. So do you think the Republicans, given the opportunity, would say whites only? Yeah. Do you think Donald Trump would intervene to stop them? No. Should, don't you think this law is bad? Yeah. Yeah, bring it back around. Now, I don't think Republicans would actually do that, but, but it's the only way to communicate. But that's what it. they believe, because if it's not their ideology, they're evil. Exactly. So that that's a great that's a great way of putting it too. Because how do you I'll explain you what, man, that? How how there, how can you accept that? I assure you, there are parts of California where they will gleefully put up a whites only sign. It's crazy to me. They would. And now I now I know racist people are out there, and I don't I don't like them. I think they can all go burn i don't care like if you're if you're truly a racist you don't belong here because this is a country of of banding together and and being americans not whatever race you are not not a color before american just simply american that's what we are here well and they're trying to get rid of that i won't go as far as you on that one okay that's fine i think i think if you're a racist i'm not gonna hang out with you you can you can go off and do whatever you want leave me and my friends alone and we'll do our thing and we'll vote against you, and we'll keep advocating for why you're wrong. And eventually, they'll go away. Perhaps I mean, we yeah, could, okay, maybe maybe that well, was a so, little strong. Sure, I don't well, want so, I don't so, want so, anyone to burn. You're right. I the, I, I do want everyone to. I want to like Daryl Davis. Like he he converted these people to to see that everyone everyone bleeds, everyone loves, everyone laughs. You know, it's like that's what we need. That's what we need. Well, he tried it with Antifa. That didn't work. He tried with Antifa. So, and, so listen. And it didn't work. No. We, we got to clarify, though. Racist doesn't just mean this image of, like, a shaved head country music white dude. Right. You know, like, that. I'm using the joke from the Ryan Long comedy thing for those that don't get it. Uh, it's a reference to the left as well. Yep. These woke, insane people. Look, I have friends who are, uh, like, I was telling you, I was talking to this friend about this, this law in California. Yeah. Insanely woke. I wish her no ill will. I will talk to her when given the chance and try and, you know, speak sense. And I think that when the chaos, I'm, I'm presuming chaos and violence, when that happens, I hope they stay safe. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what to expect on that on that front. What happens when friend against friend, brother against brother, that's going to be truly, truly crazy. But I'll tell you what, man, I met a, I met a communist in Berkeley okay. wearing a communist mask with a sickle and hammer. And we had a great conversation. And they were they were a narco communist. So when I said to them, like they were giving out literature, how do you feel about Antifa? And they were like, oh, who's that? And I'm like, those guys over there. And they're like, oh, those guys, man. I mean, as long as they're keep, they're chill, I'm kind of cool. It's okay. And then I said, what if they get violent? And they were, and he was like, nah, man, you can't do that. That goes against everything we're supposed to believe in. These people are not not real communists. And I yeah. thought it was funny. I'm like, sure, they're not. What's it right? about communism? However, my my I shook the guy's hand. And I said, listen, man, if you believe that. Our system should be built upon collective ownership of everything, and we can all hold hands under the sun and sing. And you believe you will go about enacting that world through communication, um, debate, and uh, and hard work? By all means, come hang out with me every day, and we'll talk about your ideas for communism and why I think you're wrong. But if you're a violent insurrectionist who wants to, you know, burn things and beat people, well, now we got a problem. Yeah. You know, so 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 long as you can believe, I actually have my limits though. This guy. If he was a leftist racist, I'd be like, look, I get it. You can go hang out somewhere else. I'm not, I'm not down with, you know, racists. You can believe what you want to believe. This is America. But I'm not, you know, I'm not cool with that. So yeah. we, can, we can pick and choose. I don't, I don't go, to, I don't go to, to churches. I don't go to, you know, monk 
events or whatever. I do my thing. I play video games. I'm going to mind my own business. And there are certain people that I actually find disgusting and detest. But you know what? As long as we're not stabbing each other and the world's not burning down, let's try and do the best we can to make sure things aren't, you know, collapsing. The problem now is we're getting this far left that their view of what racism is, is so skewed that they're calling black people white supremacists. And then they're getting violent. I mean, we're seeing people like Nick Cannon, for example, coming out and say stuff that... Oh, that dude's nuts. You know, and, and maybe that's an issue. Maybe maybe people need to stop equating what one person says as like a blanket statement for th- them representing their whole race. You know, it's like, that's that's ridiculous. You know, it's like, again... They exist. Clearly, racism is is still alive, but as and emboldened on the left, and exactly, you're absolutely right. This whole woke woke culture. I mean, we started talking about it because of that that comedy with that the you know the racist shirt and the woke shirt, yeah, and they're yeah, saying yeah. the same thing. It's yep. like we we've been seeing this all all the time. Like there's memes all sorts of places that are saying exactly the same thing. Being woke is being racist. It's literally the same thing. That's why they're trying to change the definition of racist. Right. Because they're literal racists. Yep. That was, there was actually a really viral Facebook post several years ago, like 2014, where a guy said the reason they're arguing semantics so often trying to change the definition of what racism is, privilege and power, is because they're actually overt racists and they need to make sure that can't be weaponized against them. So the yeah. first thing they do is try and change definitions. Good point. Yep. Oh, I can't be racist because oh, I'm sorry, Adam. It's actually true. I personally cannot be racist. It's true. As long as I agree with them. Right. Otherwise, I'm white. But if I agree with them, I'm a, I'm a marginalized person and I can't be racist. But if I disagree, Schroding, Schrodinger's marginalized <sighs> person. Or no, no. Someone said it's the Heisenberg uncertainty marginalized person. There you uh, go. Harumfenberg. Harumfenberg. <laughs> How about we hit up them super chats? Sounds right. good. Sounds super good. Super chats. Man, what a crazy time to be alive, man. Oh, man. I've been having conversations with some people about what's going on. And you know what, man? I'm going to gloat. I've had a decent amount of like moderately high profile people like hit me up like, bro, you were right. I'm like, uh-huh. Go on. Go that, on. That's it. You were right. I'm like, I know. And? You were right, and the van is awesome. Bingo. Yes. The van is awesome. Oh, in a couple of months, I'm going to be able to say that to you. What? The van is awesome? No, that I was right. Oh. About what? Trump winning? Everything I've been talking about. But I don't, I don't know what you mean specifically. Silent majority. Just waiting to vote. Take, I've, take up. Take up and, and I'm I'm very precise with my words. Okay. I haven't said there is no silent majority. I never said that. I said, I don't know if there's one. I, I, it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm not necessarily saying that you were countering what I was saying, but I'm still going to tell you in a couple months. I hope find you out. Right. Here I we go. We got, we, got, uh, Thanks, uh, we got a very serious super chat. Crackbot says, Tim, there are three boxes we use. The ballot box, the jury box, and the final one would be the cartridge box. Huh. Ooh, spicy. Got a point. Well, it's true, though. I mean, whether you want it to be real or not, that's a fact. Yep. Cornelis Jantz. D. Jaeger says precious metals are very uh, are a very stable commodity. When turmoil is expected, people buy up metals as they aren't volatile or affected if the stock market plummets. This could be the market preparing for a severe plummet. And I think that's actually a fair estimate. I agree. Uh, or for a fair assessment, considering delinquent del- delinquencies are on the rise. Housing is going to tank. It's going to yep. ripple out from everybody. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you guys smashed that like button? We have 38,000 viewers, but only 13,000 likes. Something seems to be incorrect. Y'all better be right. smashing that like button. 
Smash. It takes it takes but a second, but it does help. Smash. And also uh, subscribe. Make sure you smash the subscribe button to get the show. We do it Monday through Friday at eight p.m. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at Timcast, at Adam Krigler at the same place, and at Sour Patch Lids on Twitter and Parlor as well. You know, you mentioned something just now. The housing market. That, well, yeah. well, it, that back in two thousand eight, it, it popped, right? Yep. You know what? You know what people are starting to talk about? Hmm. And I and I was thinking about this earlier today. The mainstream media bubble is going to pop soon. It is. It already it's, is popping. It's popping because people well, are realizing how crazy and it, it's 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 basically the mainstream media telling everyone, I think you're stupid. Listen to what I have to say. And it is so demeaning. And people are starting to go, you know what? F, F you, mainstream we're, media. We're, we're watching the death throes of the media. Yep, we are. So Absolutely. What, what's happening is... People used to go to CNN for news, yep. and so they commanded a decent audience, and they could sell premium premium advertisement for news you know, viewers, which tended to be educated business people. Well, now everyone gets their news through random social media posts. Memes. This is why they switched to Orange Man Bad, reality TV. Right. It's why you know uh, CNN, which has gone full reality TV show with like, I'm quarantined in my basement. Boo! <laughs> Because reality TV, that's why they brought, they brought off Jeff, on Jeff Zucker. He was the reality TV guy who did The Apprentice. He, he did The Apprentice, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever. I, I think he did. Up. So, they, so they, they they bring uh, they bring this dude on. They change their format because the media has been dying for years, and they know it. Yep. And so they're desperate for anything. And when they're gone, that's gonna be a crazy time, man. Yep. Jorge Robles says, "I already requested off election day just to make sure I can get to the polls." I recommend all do the same. I'm sure it's going to be packed this year. Make sure you get your vote in and spread the word Trump 2020. That's that's two words, actually. Oh, it's a word and a number. Trump 2020. Yeah. Lone Wolf says, uh, nope, I can't read that. It's gone anyway. Sparky says, Telecom Act of 1996 is the root of our problems. It allowed too much media consolidation and took down logistical barriers between phone companies and government, which prevented willy-nilly spying on citizens. Repeal Telecom Act of 1996. I don't know enough about it, but I will take your word for it. Man, we're getting slammed with these super chats, huh? John Garcia says, I appreciate what you guys are doing. You have my support. Keep doing the good work. Appreciate it. Chris Rhodes says, curious what you guys think of this. People love to compare the current climate to Nazi Germany. So I want to ask, are we watching the rise of black supremacy with Antifa acting as their SS, physically enforcing their rules with force and fear? What Antifa is doing is literally what Antifa did in uh, pre-World War II Germany. It was, the, it was the militant wing of the Communist Party. So they're doing the same thing. The only issue now is they have no, there's no fascists to oppose them. There's just liberalists, conservatives, Americans. And I'll, t- I'll tell you what I, what I often, uh, how I often explain it. I love using the example of Sargon of Akkad because he's, yeah. the, he's the liberalist guy. Do you think that he will ever lead a large group of liberalists to Twitter HQ with pitchforks and torches to tear down the walls and demand that their rule be enforced? It'd be funny if he did. Of of course he's not going to do this. He's going to have that charming British accent where he explains to you the real reason, you know, liberalism is the correct, you know, ideology or whatever. But Antifa will show up screeching at the top of their lungs, smashing windows and beating people. So who do you think these companies are going to bend over backwards for? Whoever is about to hit them we'll see how that plays out in the in, in the election though we'll jump back let's see jake dog says biden voice 
spin that line, dog face pony soldier, and a smash that thing, I guess. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> spin that. I've never spun the Biden before. Oh, I got to turn it on. <laughs> You're a line dog face pony soldier. Excellent. We have this for no reason. Sean Easton says, now that I see Tim is watching Avatar The Last Airbender, could y'all review it once you finish? No Korra. Also, could you have Xi Jinping on soundboard to the Winnie the Pooh theme song? That'd be great. I watched Avatar in, like a long time ago when it first ran, and now that's on, and now I'm just binging it on Netflix. It's good fun. King Canuck says, haven't supered in a while due to there being so many supers that y'all never get to. Hope you three have been doing well. Also, I love, I love you all Americans, but that border is staying shut until you get your numbers under control, for sure. Yeah, the numbers. Uh-huh. The Just Mr. move on, move on. The Mr. Pickle says, there are so many NPCs in the world because God doesn't have the processing power on his PC to have everyone as, a play, as playable characters. Huh. Guess he needs to download more RAM. You ever, oh, play, you, ever, you ever play the original Warcraft? Yep. So you know if you keep clicking on the same guy... He'll say a few different things. And then eventually he gets annoyed. Yeah. But then he just circles back. Mm -hmm. I swear I've met people like that. Work complete. Yes. Okay. What? My leash? <laughs> what? You're getting on my nerves. Oh, yeah. What do you want? My leash? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That was really funny. I love that stuff. They did great. But yeah, like I've, I've actually met people where it's like they talk like that. Like you try and talk to them and they burp. It's, it's almost like they have a select, like a menu where it's like they can only say five things. I forget who, uh, someone, doctor, was it Dr. July, DJ July? Ah, I forget. It's someone on Twitter at follow. He's great. Um, he, there was this, uh, he was live and he was asking someone who was on the left, like calling him out for, for hit calling him out. And he's like, I'm here. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. Ask me. And like you can, the guy's like, uh, uh, and he's like, do you need to go? Do you need to go with your other keyboard warriors and ask them? Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah. I was like, that's fine. I'll wait. Yeah. And then, and it's just like, bit, bit, bit. he's like, that's all right. I got my lemonade. He like takes a sip loading of lemonade. Loading screen. With the loading screen. He's just like, I'm still you know, here. You know I'm what, waiting. You know what it's like? Have you seen the episode of Rick and Morty where Jerry's in the low, low processing power simulation? No. Yes. I don't know. Yes. So the, the aliens kidnap Rick and Morty and put him in a simulation. Okay. But they accidentally kidnap Jerry. And so they don't want to waste processing power, so they put him in a, a 5% processing power simulation. <laughs> so, like, there's only three people, and they can say one thing, but he's too stupid to realize he's in a simulation. Okay. That's kind of what it's like. They're, it's like, yes. Eric July, that's what it is. Yeah, thank you. It's everybody. like, um, so you're on the left, right? Yes. And you like Biden? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And you don't like Trump? Yes. Okay, I get it. You have one word, and that's the crux of your argument. It's my favorite GIF. Yeah, that's yes a good. One. Yes, the yes guy. Yes. But that's yeah, it's, even, it's even better because after after sitting there waiting for him, the the dude on the phone finally comes back and goes, "Well, I, I'm going to have to uh, concede this. You, you got me." <laughs> <laughs> he just starts dude. laughing. Like, all right, I guess we're over. Cool. <laughs> they, I, so I, I did an interview with this woman at uh, during the Berkeley like battle for Berkeley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I was interviewing some I was like filming stuff and then she actually butted up in my business and started saying stuff so I turned around and held my camera and started talking. Yeah. And then she was basically saying that if right-wingers show up to Berkeley, it's their fault if they get attacked because they should know better because people here don't like them. Oh gosh. And I said, "So let me let me try and just get this straight. These these right-wingers who go to Berkeley should know better 
because there are violent leftists who will attack them. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, so you think it's their fault for coming because they should know better? She goes, yeah. And I was like, kind of like if a woman is wearing a short skirt and a guy assaults her. And she goes, ooh. She didn't say that. She went, um, uh, I can't remember exactly what she said because it's been a while, but I have the video up on my channel. Oh, man. And then, right. Which which one? I have to watch that. Like, just. But white you know, she, noise yeah just like a dial tone and then she <laughs> and then after a few minutes she walks back and goes please delete that oh really yeah and, and i was like, like oh no no oh no like, that's you walked too up juicy. to me yeah okay i didn't walk up to you and i'm outside in public and i'm filming you walk up to me say stuff that's good i blurred her face though because okay. i'm not i'm not about trying to get people yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah. What i mean or but you are something. you are about calling out the the hypocrisy yeah. that they yeah dude nice yeah nice the lone marauder says hey tim i live in northeast pa near philly BLM is planning on coming into our small town in droves. The cities aren't enough now. I was wondering if there was a way you could help us out, even if it's just reporting on this in a neutral position. Uh, I, I probably can't, man. Um, I work 16-hour days. Depending on what happens, I can you know, talk about it, you know, depending on what happens. Yeah. But, uh, man, 16-hour days. I don't go on the ground anymore. Yeah, you're crazy, dude. But we're, we're, we're getting to that point where hopefully we have field reporters more and expansion is coming. But other than that, like we're leaving the area, so... Bye-bye. Let's see. Tyler says, can we please talk about the concentration camps in China? I don't know how else to bring more attention to this. Yes, we can. Yeah, and I, I, I wonder I wonder if there's something we can do. Like I saw, I, you know, I tweeted about Mark Cuban because he's like, I don't get involved in domestic affairs with other countries. And I'm like, well, this is one you should. Right. Maybe that's something the left and the right would agree on. For real. You would think. Like, hey, man, look. You could think all the really nasty things in the world, but please sign this petition. Right. You know, and they're probably going to be like, yeah, okay. That's all. That's all. You know, a lot of my progressive friends don't even know what's happening. Agreed. I was talking to my friend the other day and I'm like, I think Joe Biden's going to go in the bag for China and I think Trump's going to oppose them. And I think that's the best we can get right now with this genocide. And she was like, what genocide? Yeah, that's a shame. And I'm I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to be like, allow me to show you. Yeah, let me show you. And you know what she said? This can't be real. This is happening right now. And I said, yes, it is. Yeah, and it's been yeah. happening for a long time. Yep. So, yeah, look look up the Uyghur Muslims in China, man, and spread the word. Tweet about it. That should be our big issue for November. Absolutely. I'd like to see I Trump. I, I, don't, I don't know if Trump's addressed it. He's addressed Hong Kong very strongly. Yeah, yeah. You know. But, dude, China's a scary beast. Yeah. And, 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 it's, and it's really, this is another thing that scares me is, like, I know Joe Biden either doesn't care about China or is in the bag for China. And I know Trump just loves saying that he hates China. And I'm saying hate somewhat, you know, hyperbolically. He's like very much like China, China. You know, he talks about how bad they are. He, doesn't, he doesn't hate them, though. He, he actually, I mean, he's still, there's still trade happening between our countries. But we're selling them stuff now. They're, we're, we're getting money back. We need to sanction them harder than we sanctioned anybody. And we need every other country. And he to do is. It. He is bringing I know, the sanctions I know. down. Yes, you know well, about especially um, Hong Kong. Josh Howley. He's a U.S. senator. Yep. So he, he's proposing a bill that um, basically any major uh, corporation, if you don't know about this, if, you, if they make over a certain amount of money per year, they have to prove that they're not using slave labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like Nike, Apple, even the NBA. Well, a lot of these companies claim they don't anymore. But they have to prove it. Right. They Good. have to prove it because we're seeing that it still exists. It's happening right now still. So I'm pretty sure slavery never ended in Africa. I'm pretty sure. It didn't. Yeah. It's still right now. It's, it's still well, happening I mean, right like, now. Was there like a break at a certain point or something? Cause it's, it's going on now for sure. 
Well, I mean, everyone likes to say that we're the we're the country that uh, that says that. You know, th- th- listen. This 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 is why I feel like the left is not a a. It's it's just it's literally a, it's the blob. You ever see the movie The Blob? Yeah. How it just like consumes and grows and destroys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all they're doing. Yep. Yep. You're yep. right. It's fire. It's fire burning down the structure of this country, and it's spreading. Yep. And it's it. I think the blob is a better analogy because it grows and and has has no thoughts. Purpose. Yeah. Just blobbing forward. Yeah. Yep. And then you're running, and then it grabs you, and you're like, ah, and you get sucked in, and then either you get canceled and spat out, or you become a part of the blob. Right. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the worst is the people who gladly say, you know what, it's better to join the blob than get, you know, shot out and killed. So they bow and get absorbed and become part of the blob, Ugh. sign all the documents and just say, whatever, just leave me alone. Mm. Yep. Nope. Restless Medic says, thank you, Tim, for saying Sumter correctly. It irrationally irritated me as a Southerner to hear you say it incorrectly. Did I just say it correctly now, Sumter? I think I was saying it wrong before, and then it I read it. It sounded like you've been saying it all the same. Yeah, I thought that but was right. But the first right. video I said before, I was saying, like, Sumpner. Oh. Oh, okay. Like, Sumpner or something. Yeah, I don't know. With a P? I don't know, because I was Sumpner. just, like, slurring it, and I started enunciating properly. Hmm. Let's see. Where are we, where are we at? We got a bunch of Super Chats here. We'll uh, jump forward. Simeus the First says, Trump should put the onus on the governors with him saying, if they don't want us then we should not be there and withdraw from all courthouses in the states that don't want him. Let them burn and he can pick up the pieces. I, w- I was thinking that f- at first, but look, there's documents, there's computers, there's equipment. Right. There's no way they can abandon that stuff. Yeah, there's evidence. There's actual criminals yep. that have, have been put into the system, rightly so. Not not saying that there's some, like, sure, you know, we have issues, but for the most part, there's criminals out there that have done crimes and have rightly been imprisoned. So federal courthouses is is usually like the higher echelon of criminals that have to be tried in a federal for federal crimes you know it's like they're trying to bring down the the federal courthouse it's like for that to be happening like we have to take everything out this is what we need to really stress and i and and you guys all watching this need to tell as many people as possible when they say that trump's federal goons are going to do a thing you say they are they are they are trying to stop the rioters from destroying the courthouse, yep. which is multiple stories of documents, of computers, of court cases, of legal work for criminals at the federal level. We're not talking about some dude who stole some Wonder Bread, Ocasio Cortez. <sighs> We're talking about people who are like I don't know, loading up vans full of people who are under the age of eighteen and driving them around to exchange them for for green pictures of dead presidents. Right. We're talking about the federal government going after traffickers and dealers and the worst of the worst, you know, and forgers and whatever white collar stuff to interstate theft. The point is, if they walk away from this courthouse and the far left goes in and destroys it, that's, a lo- that, that's one of the support beams for the federal government's legal system yeah, framework exactly. being yeah, destroyed exactly. completely. Yep. You know, the crazy thing is the left wants it and they're winning because the, the, the cultural institutions are controlled by them. So long as the media isn't informing people that they're going to destroy legal work to put criminals away, bad people, evil villains, then the media, like the, the people are going to just agree with it. These, these criminals are going to get away with it. And I'm sure many of them are crossing their fingers. Please, please. Oh, man. All excited, hoping that Antifa burns the place down because then they're going to get off scot-free. Yeah. All the legal work gone. So that's, that's, that's the scariest thing to me about what we're seeing is the people just openly supporting the, the, the violence, not realizing. And of course, 
I agree. You know, I'll say this. I think the federal officers should stay in the courthouse and just barricade it stronger than they've barricaded it yet. They've got all day to bring in a bunch of trucks and do like literally drill bolts into the ground and fortify that thing beyond all recognition. Yeah. And then just chill inside and play a game of backgammon or whatever, you know, roll the dice and move little doodads around. Mm. But we just saw the other day, they tore down the barricades they did put up. And according to Bellingcat, I say that because I didn't see the video, they tore down the doors, broken and attacked the federal agents in the building. So we're closer than we've ever been to something dangerous, man. I'll tell you that. Ian Hall says, super funny thought. The states that may want to leave the U.S. are the ones with the strictest gun laws. How will they fight back with any force? Because those states are extremely wealthy uh, relative to many other states, and they have powerful national guards. And although they have strict gun laws for their citizenry, they have guns. And they have police, and they have you know militarized police and SWAT. You know, these bigger states like California, if they wanted to leave, they have big cities like L.A. L.A.'s got probably a massive police force. New York does. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they've got resources. Let's see what we got. Let's move down. J-Mac says, I've started ignoring what Trump says and just reading the policies that his administration is doing and pushing. I'm not a Republican, but I've been forced that label because of my position on free speech and my aversion to intersectionalism. I didn't vote for him in 2016. Probably will come November. I hear you, man. That's 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 what I hear a lot of people saying. Yep. Kyle Harmon says the lefties pay attention to who is in charge. The right pays attention to the rules. S.J. Adam, I tweeted a video at you, The Wave. I think everybody should give it a watch in these times. Uh, YouTube it. Okay. Cool. Coley says, bottom line, they are lying, like Tim said. There's no occupying force. They are in the courthouse and don't leave unless they try to breach or start a fire. Been there several nights. It's anti-fascists. That's another really, really good point. Most of the time when you see the feds come out, it's because someone started a fire. Yep. And they're trying to stop the fire from burning down. Probably because I think the barricades are made of wood. And so if they try to burn it, the feds come out and try and stop the fires. Well, I mean, when I woke up this morning, I, I, there was videos of them ripping out the the, the wood yep. that was basically barricading all the windows so that they couldn't just break the windows. But yep. they were breaking the wood. Then started so, going after the windows. So they, it's like OBS. It's not. It's not like nice wood. You know, it's yeah. it's cheaper. Uh, pl- you know, plywood. So yep. It's like it doesn't. They could probably burn it. They could probably burn it. Yeah. yeah. So of course they're going to go out there and put the fires out because that that fire is exactly what they need to stop because it'll burn the whole building down. It's crazy. An ascendiet says, "When does it become time to cut out the cancer?" Being part of the union is a privilege. If a city, country, or state wants to dismantle America, they should be excised to make it on their own. How do you say that to all the people that live in that state, or even in Portland? That, Greater Idaho, man. That don't, that, that you know, they've been living there their whole lives. They're maybe may Republicans. Maybe they're not Democrats or Republicans, and they don't agree with what's going on, but they live there. How do you how do you you know reconcile that to them you know so that that's really the issue it's like you can't just cut them out yeah you know we're all Americans it's but it's a, we got to get rid of this bad it's leadership a, it's a tough situation this, this, this is how civil war starts because you have half the country I mean sixty five million people voted for Hillary Clinton dude yeah. and Hillary Clinton was like there's going to be a war it's going to be great you know and right. Trump was like no none of that not not like Trump is perfect but yet half the people support we'll see, we'll see how many people vote for Biden. If we can even actually get real numbers, I doubt it. Right. But I think it's fair to say there's a lot of people in this country who just hate Trump. And what do you do when they say, I don't, I don't accept your authority? 
Well, they're already saying that. They've been right. saying that. They they've so, never accepted that he became so here, president. So here here's so here's 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 a scenario. Trump wins. Okay. Easily. Everyone was right. The silent majority was legit. Mm-hmm. And then one by one, these states say we are asserting sovereignty and rejecting the union. 100% out. And then they argue many of these states are surplus states that actually make money, though they've been not doing that lately. But they argue, hey, we're the ones with the money subsidizing you. That's what many of them have argued. And so California's like, bye-bye. We're the Republic of California now. I don't know. It's Trump, And then Trump sends in the army to know. quell insurrection. You know, I, you, you I don't know have the answers. I want to make a very bold and extreme prediction oh, for goodness. fun. For fun. Sure. Trump wins easily. Many states say, F you, we're out. We won't listen to you. They still claim to be part of America, but refuse to accept any of Trump's authority or jurisdiction. So he sends it, he declares the Insurrection Act, removes governors. The federal government takes everything over from top down. Then we basically have a single federal structure government, no longer state and local government. Yep. Very, very extreme kind of jokey half prediction that I think would be an interesting concept. Could also be that Trump sees the, you know, the, the insurrection the, you know, from these states and just asserts Presidential Directive 51. Check this out. This is from Uncle Juan. He says, I live 30 miles from Portland and we have protesters who are not from our city showing up. People who are worried uh, that we will get riots because our country or our county opposes Kate Brown and we are a, prop, a pro-cop pro-Trump, pro-2A county, we will defend ourselves. So, yeah, I see that happening. That's what, I, that's what I've been talking about. As soon as, you know, even the, the guy who super jetted earlier about North North PA, you know, it's like they're going to start going outside of the cities where they can all band together, but then they're going to be hitting up homes, Yeah, you know, and, and, and we didn't actually get into that tweet um, from the uh, attorney, attorney general from Missouri, but for, for those who don't know, the Attorney General of Missouri basically went on a long thread on Twitter explaining how the, the couple from St. Saint Louis, what are their yeah, names? McCloskey's. The McCloskey's are, were perfectly in the right, legally, from the law. And the fact of that the prosecutors are trying to say that they, didn't, they, they were doing anything illegal is, is going directly against the actual laws that they have in Missouri. They're trying to desensitize the the rest of the community to not do what they were doing right just the chilling let, effect yeah exactly yep so and, and people just know your rights know your rights the mcclowskis were in their right to to defend their property it's not even a question it's so insane there's like, no question about the, it at all i see these people on facebook where they have no idea what they're talking about correct and they post like haha they're getting charged and i see all these you know comments from people all shaking each other's hands and petting each other on the back like Man, it was so dumb of them thinking they could just wave guns around. That's so illegal. And not one person references, for one, the governor said he'd pardoned them. Two, Hawley said he wants a DOJ investigation. Yep. The, 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 now the AG is saying he's going to seek the char- a dismissal of the charges. And it's and, a castle. And, and, and an investigation. Yeah. And he explains why it's a castle doctrine straight state. But none of this appears in these stupid meme posts from the left. Exactly. They have they, no idea what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because they don't actually look into what is actually going on. They just yeah. see a meme and pass it along. Oh, yep. yep, there it is. Pass it along. Keep passing it along. It's like, I'm so sick of the meme news. It's like, that is not... Screenshots of, twi- of tweets and <laughs> Facebook posts. Right, exactly. It's ridiculous. Easy now says, crimes against humanity cannot go unnoticed. Free Hong Kong, free Falun Gong. We got a big old super chat here. Um, QB Sacker says, I am worried that Durham will not get in his indictments in time. 
Will anyone go to jail for fake Russiagate? I don't believe the answer will be yes. I'm spinning the UFO for you for that uh, Durham, hefty super chat there. Durham is going to get his report out soon, within the next month, I believe. Yeah. That's going to be huge. And this could change the game for the election for sure. They, they really think that pr- the president is an idiot. They think that. And they have no idea he's smart. Like he yeah. he... I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as say 4D chess, like like some of the more diehards say. Sure, sure, sure. But but, but Trump has been successful, man. He knows he what a, he's doing. He has it. I'll, I'll put it this way: I can't calculate every every single move he's made and every statement he's made. Right. I will just say he has a tendency to be correct. Yep. That's all that matters. That means he will he will constantly be on the on the on the victorious side, which will allow him growth and success. Yep. It's how he became a billionaire. It's how he hosted these shows. I think it's funny when they're like, he's not really a billionaire. He's a personality, blah, blah, blah. He licenses names. I'm like, I, I don't care. Have you been able to craft the persona with big golden letters on top of buildings all around the world? Clearly, he did something right. Yeah. Well, he was born rich. Sure. And then they simultaneously argue he was born rich, so it was easy for him. And they also say, yeah, but if he put his million dollar loan in like the S&P, he would have made more money. Well, I mean, I'm he, like, I don't, I don't he care. did go to college and has a degree in economics. And so does AOC. Sure, but <laughs> you know whatever. But he took he took that and you know sure he has had his ups and downs in, in business. Well, look, he he said it best at that rally. Hmm. I ran for public office one time and became president of the United States. It's a good point. It's funny. It's like the first time he tried, he, he became president. Yep. Yeah, but um, well, I mean, he prepped for a long time. He he toyed right. with the idea back in two thousand. A lot of know, so it wasn't like it was brand new, but a lot of people like to uh, play this stupid game, and people. They get their news from memes. They get yep. their news from memes. Yes, they do. They uh, they say that Donald Trump has had five bankruptcies. That proves that I'm like, out of how many businesses? Hundreds? Yeah, hundreds. So you're, so you're saying he has like a 95% success rate? Wow. That's pretty good. Well, That's they crazy. also they also think that bankruptcy means like you have no more money. Right. It's like, look up what bankruptcy means I was talking. we continue this conversation. I, w- I was talking to a friend and they were like, this was years ago, they were like, yeah, but how many bankruptcies has he had? And I said, do you know what a bankruptcy is? Right. And they're like, yeah, his business failed. He like, lost all his money. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> he basically got a court injunction to stop his debtors from taking his stuff. So he gets to keep everything and doesn't have to pay for it. I'm being, I'm exaggerating a bit, but right. it basically means that he's getting bankruptcy protection for his business. Well, keep- and that's not all, that's not necessarily true either, because the, a couple of the times he actually had to give the banks, for his casinos, for example. Yeah. Like they took the the casinos, yeah. So it's like he doesn't necessarily get to keep everything, you know. Yeah, but yeah. he still had a, like the '90s for him was basically a, a check in his business side of things, you know. And even in the in the aughts, you know, the early aughts, he was he was dealing with it. Did you read that famous story, or whatever? Where he told uh, I can't remember which one of his sons he pointed to a homeless guy and says that man has more money than me because his liabilities were substantially higher than his assets. No, so his like net worth was very negative. I uh, didn't. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a famous story, I guess. You, have you ever heard that? I've not heard that one. Yeah, it's no. like a like Trump apparently like pointed to a homeless guy and says that man has more money than me, and the point he was making was that he owes you know you could owe a million dollars and have a million dollars and have a hundred grand in the bank, mm-hmm. so your net worth is negative nine hundred thousand dollars. Right. So a homeless guy with a buck in his pocket has a higher net worth than you. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. 
Sporkwitch says Rochester, New York, 70 people shot between 1st of June and the 15th of July. Number still going up. Major highway around the city, I-490, shut down by BLM and Antifa yesterday. Liquor licenses being pulled. Mandate to serve food in order to serve drinks. BLM murals. <sighs> Cuomo chips. Every Cuomo chips? Yeah. You heard about it? No, oh, what yeah. is this? So so because you, you can't serve drinks unless they're getting food, too. You get too, one chip. It's $1, and they call them Cuomo chips. It's, <laughs> it's like a, a little tiny bin of chips. It's like, oh, no, it's a, a meal. Yeah, uh, now you can eat. Now you can do. Dude, this is so crazy. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with our country, man? Oh uh, man, they're they're really squeezing all everything they can. But it doesn't even make sense. I know, and this is the craziest thing is they're doing all this crazy stuff. It's all Trump's fault. I know. Every single thing, ev- all of it, every single bit Trump, of it. Trump abrogated. I know. <laughs> they just wanted to use that word. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> the, pe- the people that have been in government for 30, 40, 50 years. Our complaint with the guy's been for three. Haven't been making any changes. Haven't yep. been making anything better. Their their laws over the past 30, 40, 50 years have set us in motion to lead us here. And yet somehow it's his fault. Magic. And people believe it. I mean, he he's turning it around, man. I The more I look into him, the more I really believe what, what he's doing is, is best for us. The scariest thing to me is that so long as the corporations empower the cult, like the NBA, yep. then the cult will remain socially. Uh, like, look. When you find someone who's in a cult, you got to remove them from the cultists so you can break that mind control. Yep. But when they're seeing everything on TV, obey, 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 like, you know, the movie They Live. Daryl Davis, man. He, he, the leader of the KKK, he met with him and alone had a, had a they met in a hotel room. He had to like kind of yeah. s- sneak him in and like l- not let him know that he was going to be there because he wasn't sure if he'd even show up. And he had, he had but like, it had a long conversation and ended, ended up laughing. That's not what I'm saying. Like, but I mean, the, imagine it is an example of it, of it actually happening in the past of, of what we need to do to have conversations with. But people. what I'm saying is every major television, every TV show, every commercial, every brand is screaming obey. You can't break someone out of the cult when they're like, I don't know. It sounds like what you're saying is right. And then they look, they turn around and everything screams obey. They're well, like, mm, you must be wrong. Not our show. At the very, it's true. But at, uh, even at the very least, there's probably going to be a lot of people who are like, I know you're right, but I'm scared of how many people are screaming obey at me. So I'll just obey. That's worrisome. Well, that's that's what we've been seeing. Yeah. You know, but there's we're, we're in this like we're in this stage right now, like right where we're at is where people are like, are we really going to obey this? Are, yeah. Are we really going to do this? And, and I feel like. You know, look at Red Bull. Look at Goya. Goya's like, we love Trump. Thank you, Trump. And everyone's Finally, like, that was and great. everyone's like, whoa, boycott Goya. Come on, everyone. And then no one showed up to boycott Goya. What happened? <laughs> people are boycott. Yeah. Now people are going and buying all the Goya stuff they can find because that's what people. That's the that is the silent majority. That's them. What they do. They're like, I could buy Goya. I love Goya. Like, oh yeah. Then, then we gotta take Goya. Boy, then we got we gotta take boycotts seriously. We absolutely do. I and think we gotta is, see who they're boycotting, why they're boycotting, and then counter boycott. I think buy it's, Goya. Well, no, 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 and don't buy anything China. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Yes. You you want want to put a factory in China. Not only are you empowering the genocide, the oppression of Hong Kong, you are also taking away good American jobs. Absolutely. That's why Kanye said he was going to make his shoes here. I was like, good. Awesome. Excellent. Maybe I'll actually buy some now. We got a big old super chat here. Monies for catnip for the kitty ten. (laughs) Nice. That's a lot of catnip. Dark Matter says super chat attempt number four. 
I tagged y'all on Parlor about an interview done in 1984 with uh, KGB Yuri Bezos. Is this a joke? I think it's a joke. Gotta be. Must be a joke. Gotta be a joke. Man, y'all make it hard to have your super chats read. I can't tell if we're being pranked or not. Well, I'm thank gonna, you for the super chat. I know it's. And, well, and, we've seen this this many times. We, were, we we we've talked about I think like three or four times now. Where <laughs> I think I get sent the Yuri Bezmenov Bezmenov video like fifty times a day. Yeah. Just like, and we just have to filter them all out and throw them in the trash. I know. It's like an old. Imagine if someone was like, "Have you heard about the Civil War?" Maybe we should just do a full. Like subject on it. I'm gonna put it. I'm, I'm gonna put a little graphic of Yuri Bezmenov <laughs> yeah. in the corner, yeah. and it's gonna it's be gonna him be going like this, and it's gonna say we've seen the video. <laughs> it should be a counter of the times people have told That's, us to watch it. Yeah, uh, I like that. And whenever Yuri Bezmenov appears in the chat, it it counts up. Yes. <laughs> it, you know what? But we got to say though, it's it's good that this many people are aware of what he was I'm saying. Glad. Yeah, it's a good point. But we've definitely. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an old video, man. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Hobie False says, the Boogaloo movement is the silent majority making ourselves known through meme culture and many people actually showing up in, you know, Hawaiian shirts. And buying Goya. And buying Goya. And Red Bull. Because they, yeah. they just, they just like got attacked for, yeah, they got for trying to get uh, woke and those few you know people got broke. I am going to order a bunch of Red Bull right now. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love Red you, Bull. Tim. You got to support what you believe in. You got to support. Uh, have you guys supported what you've be- you believe in by... Smashing that like boom, a little, right. little late. Yeah. I, I was trying to get you. I get you. Yeah, I guess I, I got to be in the mood to really get hyped about it. I don't know. If you believe, if you want to fight for what you believe in, then smash the like button, the subscribe button, the notification bell, and share the good word that is Timcast IRL. I think that's the most important thing: sharing, because we we are having critical conversations. You don't have to agree with us. You know, a lot of people might not agree with us, but we are we are having the conversations about what is actually going on you know a lot when we were talking about earlier about uh, the mainstream media you know just being a joke almost I, I saw a couple of people going this is why we're here right now yep you know so if you if you really feel like we're bringing you really good news please share share us sh- you know let other people know about what we're doing here and i'll, t- uh, I'll tell you what it's like man yeah. when you turn on cnn and they're like lie 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 and you're like what is going on right and then i turn on there's, there's other youtubers and i'm like thank you like I saw that video yeah. too. I'm not crazy. Right. It's refreshing. Like, dude, when 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 they say like Andy No is a fascist and all that stuff, I'm like, you must be truly desperate because the dude is laying you know bare everything you're doing. He's showing the videos. Yep, it's He's a huge problem hard, for them. Dude. They're just trying to shut him down. That's why. Yep. They tried to do a mass uh, report on him. Of course. The other day, I saw. So a friend of mine posted about the federal stormtroopers. Right. And then I commented saying like, after the on the 39th day, the feds finally moved in yeah. like take i was like i'm not saying you can be on anybody's side you can support them I'm, I'm just letting you know the feds didn't just come out randomly and then someone else posted about an andy no uh footage uh video showing people trying to like break the door down with welding tools or something and they said what do you think about this apparently that this person couldn't get it to load and other people said don't read it andy knows lying he's a fascist it's all fake of course they have to say it they have to because Otherwise, it's, people showing, see the truth, it's man. showing the truth yeah all right let's see we got one more yeah. Caleb Warden says, theory here, what's going to stop this SJW BLM influence to not only influence companies, but our food or sports stores to not take customers money if we don't donate a dollar to these movements when we pay for our food? Wait, I'm confused. What does that mean? What's going to stop it is if we don't give them money. I think he's talking about like a post hoc tax that a store levies if you don't give to their social justice causes. Oh, but that would mean like they do something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I came up with. 
Well, someone says you could do a Yuri Bezmenov. That's what I said. That'd yeah. be fun, yeah. yeah. We should just do it. And let's like just talk party, about it. Drink a beer. Well, no, I mean, we Andy could, Noah we is could a just... patriot. Andy Noah is a hero. That's correct. Dude, I remember People when... know. People know. Dude, our, our, A lot of our, our watchers, they're, they're aware. They know. What yeah. they, they, they know. Well, so, so they here, down. listen, listen. There's two big important things right now that I'm going to say this with complete sincerity. If we are just preaching to the choir, and this may be the silent majority watching our show every night like, yay, and it's only 40,000, you know, concurrent people. Okay. Then you absolutely need to... Smash the like button. Yeah, smash the like button. Engage with the content. Really watch it. You know, watch our videos when we post them and all that stuff. But seriously, share it. We're, we're never going to put out this insane marketing budget that CNN does. Nope. Fox News, you know, and, and I think Tucker's great. I think Hannity's okay. I'm not a big fan. I think Fox has done, eh, you know, some of their reporting's actually They're been, hit and miss. Yeah, a little sour, especially on their, like, their polls. Tucker's really pushing them and and they no wonder they're trying he's to bring him, they're trying to bring him down yeah, totally he's a star and yep. he because he's he's speaking out he's he's being bold and and saying what he believes and it's but it's but, refreshing but look we we really are at the whims of if youtube decides that they can show us and if at any point they say no that's it yeah and how much you want to bet with the things we're saying that how much time do we have left i don't know but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna change what i'm saying of course not and so I, know I, you're I, not either. I wonder if it's already too late for them and we're good because we're three months out. Certainly they can't do anything now. We're talking about it. Yeah. And it exists. So the most important thing is, well, CNN has hundreds of millions of dollars. We are just hoping that people share the video, hit the like button, subscribe and tell people you've got to watch this stuff. And, and maybe it's not even us. Maybe it's someone else you think does a better job. Maybe it's the Dark Horse podcast with Brett Weinstein, who, who does a great job. Maybe it's Jordan Peterson or Sargon or, Sargon or Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah. But these are the kinds of things that you need to be sh- making, making sure that you are sharing. And also my, big, my best advice to everybody is if somebody wants to engage with, engage with you with anger, you cannot return with anger. Number one, number one thing. Absolutely. If you want to share something, make sure you share it with calm you know you're in a calm demeanor and an enthusiastic polite and you know confident and if someone attacks you and says fascist and all that stuff just be nice and i you know what you know what i say to people when they try and attack me this way Hmm. i'll be like i don't understand why you're being so mean and that works for a lot of people like look i'm not trying to fight would be angry at you you know like please don't be mean to me and then some people are just nasty and they'll start laughing and they don't care. But some people might be like, well, I'm not trying to be mean. And it's like, all right, well, let's talk about it. Yeah. And that's the first step, man. Even if they say, I don't want to watch Tim Cast IRL, I have that guy. Hey, man, right on. Well, let's have a conversation. Well, just tell him that the co-host is really awesome. Yeah, say Adam's right. better. You'll like him more. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, everybody. If you haven't already smashed the like button, I'm not going to say it for the 50 billionth time, but you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at TimCast. You can follow at Adam Krigler in the same places and at Sour Patch Lids mm-hmm. on Twitter and Parlor. Yep. We'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live with clips up throughout the day from today's show. You can catch them. We're also on every podcast platform. But thank you all so much for hanging out tonight, and we will see you all again tomorrow night. Bye, guys.